ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Uh, to his mind, 
the scriptures teach as a, as a man thinks in his mind. Um, that, that's how he is. That's how he forms his opinions. That's how he makes his decisions. That's how he renders his judgments. That's how he determines what to eat, what time to go to sleep, who to maintain fellowship with. And every aspect of life, that, 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 that mind is the, is the centrality of the man. It's where he gets the, the thought processes are rooted there. Things that come out of his mouth uh, don't come out of his mouth until they first originate in the mind. And in the book of Romans, chapter number 8, verse number 6 and uh, verse number 7 and 8, it says this, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against or bitterly opposed to Yahweh, for it is not subject to the law of Yahweh, nor indeed can it be. So then, those who are of the flesh cannot please Yahweh. And then one more verse down the 14th verse of the same chapter. Uh, For as many as are led by the Spirit of Yahweh, they are the sons of Yahweh. Now, if I can just capsulize this for one moment's time, what I'm talking about is instead of being led by one's carnal mind, which produces the things we spoke about a moment ago, our decisions, our judgments, our direction, things we say, things we do, people we uh, keep company with, so on. Instead of being led by the carnal mind, the Scripture says that we can be led rather by the Spirit of Yahweh, and when we're led by the Spirit of Yahweh, that experience brings us into the experience of becoming a son of Yahweh. We're obedient. We know the things that Yahweh has said. We were well informed on how to conduct spiritual warfare, how to implement spiritual weaponry, how to overcome the many, many tribulations and difficulties and trials uh, in life, and how to help others. Um, who all the days of their lives, in many cases, are just bound uh, with disease, with heartache, uh, with mental anguish, mental breakdown, emotional problems. And um, Yahweh is is looking for uh, people who will subject themselves to his deliverance power and uh, who will be led by his spirit. To be led by the spirit, of course, involves not only knowing the contents of the scripture, but then implementing them in your own life. Sometimes it requires uh, you to face a challenge. Uh, Sometimes the things that uh, you'll be asked to do as you read the scriptures are things that you do not think you can do. In fact, your carnal mind will tell you it's impossible. Uh, But Yahshua taught, and it's well documented in the scripture, that with man... There are certain things that are impossible, but with Yahweh, all things become possible. So just what is death, anyway, according to the Scripture? Well, according to the Scripture, death is defined as a condition of the mind. To be carnally minded is death. And the power that death exerts upon a man emanates from within his own carnal mind. In order, then, for a man to be liberated from the authority of death, an action greater than death would have to act upon his mind, an action that resulted in life. 
So the scriptures reveal then, and I reread from the sixth verse of the eighth chapter in Romans, to be spiritually minded is life. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life. What is life then but a condition of the mind? To be spiritually minded is life. Whether we speak of life or whether we speak of death, we are speaking of a condition of the mind. And a characteristic of the mind in the condition of death, the carnal mind, is the nature of that mind. And the nature of that mind is at war with Yahweh. You remember the verse in the, the seventh verse in the eighth chapter? Because the carnal mind is enmity against Yahweh. It means it's, it's opposed uh, to the doctrines of Yahweh. It's opposed to the laws of Yahweh. It's opposed to the feasts of Yahweh. It's opposed to the information contained in Yahweh's scriptures that tell us how to live successfully, to live free from, from addictions and free from emotional disturbances and, and mental breakdowns and, and mental and physical anguish and the results of our own uh, poor decisions and poor judgments and uh, the consequences of things that we say and do to other folks that have a way of accumulating over the course of the months and years, and then weigh us down and burden us down uh, with oppression. So the carnal mind is hostile towards the life that's found in Messiah. Yahshua explained, I am the resurrection and the life. So the carnal mind must then be resurrected to the life of the Messiah. And the process of this resurrection includes a spiritual warfare. It's not something that just occurs without a fight. It's not something that happens without opposition. The process of resurrection, particularly in the area of the mind, to be lifted up out of the darkness and the realms of death itself and to be lifted up into the light and the life of our Messiah and our Savior, that process will come up against opposition spiritual warfare. And this is the process whereby the spirit of life, which is in the Son of Yahweh, swallows up the spirit of death, which dominates the sons of Adam. And when the authority of death is completely swallowed up by the greater authority of life, then that mind is delivered and free from the bondage of death, which had previously dominated it. So, deliverance of the mind is one of the most mysterious of all the fascinating processes of the work of the Son of Yahweh in his ministry as a deliverer. And he announced, of course, in the Evangel of Luke, and uh, the fourth chapter around the 18th verse, he announced that the Spirit of Yahweh was upon him and had anointed him to proclaim the message uh, to the poor, and to set the captives free, uh, to break yokes, uh, to break the bondages that are upon the sons of men. And so this, in fact, is the work of the Son of Yahweh. And in my opinion, uh, being a minister of this message for lo these many decades, I've come to realize that uh, Yahshua himself, in the, in the days of his flesh, was a walking, talking representative of the contents of the scriptures and the spirit that inspired those scriptures 
uh, Yahshua obeyed his father even to the death of the stake. So he was in complete obedience. He said he always did those things that pleased his father. He would never compromise. He was conducting a meeting one time, uh, preaching the message and driving out evil spirits and healing the sick. And the scripture said his mother and his family uh, were trying to get his attention, trying to get a word with him. And they could not access him because he was laboring in the in the anointing. He was laying hands on folks and ministering and preaching. And finally, uh, somebody came and said to him, uh, Yahshua, your, your mother and your, and your brothers are here. And uh, Yahshua made a very startling uh, announcement. He said to the man, uh, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And then he pointed to his disciples and he said that his mother and his brothers were those that did the will of his heavenly father. So this was a son completely and totally dedicated to the salvation of mankind, completely and totally obedient to the word and the spirit of his father. And because of this, we today can rejoice and shout hallelujah because deliverance and salvation is now available to us. Yahshua said, you shall know or acknowledge the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth shall deliver you. Praise Yahweh. And then there's a passage of scripture in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, uh, the 23rd verse, and I will quote it for you. It says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The Bible speaks about vain thoughts. Did you know that the mind can process thoughts that, as far as Yahweh is concerned, are vain? Vain means that they're meaningless. They, they don't amount to anything. They're, they're, they're non-productive. Or oh, they can occupy your time. Uh, they can, they can, they can take your resources. Uh, they can, they can cause you to come into circumstances that are harmful and hurtful. Uh, those vain thoughts can link you up with people um, who might have a very negative effect upon your overall well-being and even your life. They're vain thoughts. But the wealth of knowledge that I've acquired during my many years of ministering in the anointing of deliverance should be of interest to a person that's called to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. The kingdom of Yahweh is the power and the authority and the knowledge that Yahweh himself possesses. So, in various capacities of service to Yahweh's people, I've acquired knowledge and skills, just like anyone would acquire knowledge and skills in whatever pursuit uh, that they're following, whether they're following science, or uh, they're a ship's captain, or they may be a tennis player, or a school teacher, or a college professor, or a politician, whatever it is, as a man you know, or a woman, when I say man, I speak to, to all, all human beings, male and female, any person that is in pursuit of a particular goal, following a particular career, over the course of time, will acquire knowledge and experience um, in that pursuit. And so it is with, with, with the kingdom of Yahweh. And so it is with folks that, uh, that, that study, or that, to use the King James language, that um, seek first the the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness. A person seeks.
seeking Yahweh's kingdom and seeking Yahweh's righteousness will certainly uh, come into experiences and understandings that uh, folks who are not seeking uh, will not come into. Anyway, back to vain thoughts. Vain thoughts are thoughts which result in negative effects against a person's life. Specifically, vain thoughts inhibit the achievement of goals. They isolate a person from meaningful and caring relationships, which promote a sense of security and well-being. They produce actions which result in failure, disappointment, poor health, and unfulfillment in the variety of life's pursuits. Vain thoughts or vain imaginations are vain images. An image is an idol, or more simply put, a god. And the reason why thoughts are gods is because they can dominate or control a person's life. Those areas of your life dominated by vain thoughts will never reach their maximum potential of accomplishment. Those areas of your life will always be lacking, always be in want, always be destitute and poverty-stricken, and you will not succeed in progressing to the righteous things that come as a result of acquiring the thoughts and the knowledge of Yahweh. Scripture says, let this mind be in you. That was also in Yahshua Messiah. The scriptures say, I'll keep the man in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. We need to receive Yahweh's blessing of deliverance in our minds. And it is progressive. It's line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. And I'm not talking about having the full measure of uh, intellectual potential uh, on this earth as Yahweh himself, after all, um, he has created all things and by him all things were made. He he creates universes and planets and stars and uh, he knows all about physics and geometry and everything else that we just kind of tinker with here on earth as human beings. But we certainly have the potential to maximize the full scope of our mental capacities to enable us to raise up in power and authority, and be able servants of the Most High. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, Casting down imaginations, and every high thing or high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahweh, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Yahshua. So what I want to do, if I may, with your consent, I want to offer you the level of ministry to which I've attained uh, by his mercy and his ordination. You're important to me. Uh, without people uh, to bring the message of deliverance and salvation, my life really is meaningless. My, my life is dedicated um, to, to proclaiming the, the greatest message I've ever heard, the greatest message that I feel is anywhere to be heard, uh, the message that introduces the sons of men to the, to the son of Yahweh, um, the message that destroys yokes. In other words, with all the messages being heard, and all you need to do is to turn on your radio, your TV, you can hear people with messages that are selling toothpaste or selling cars or selling real estate. You can turn the channel and hear politicians that are uh, selling ideas and selling themselves and trying to explain their policies. I mean, wherever you turn, you're hearing some kind of a message. 
at every kind of a level. If you go into the, the college, you'll have your professor, and he'll be giving you a message on uh, history, world history, another professor on science. Somebody else will be uh, lecturing on, on, uh, on the uh, pursuits of uh, uh, precious metals, for example, and investing techniques, and so on, and so on, and so on. Well, you know, my life and my time uh, is being spent in the pursuit of the kingdom of Yahweh, that is to say, the power and the authority of Yahweh. And after a while, um, you get to really appreciate the love of Yahweh, and you know that uh, the way to have a blessed life is to serve him in serving people. And that's why I say you're important to me. The success of every aspect of your life is a top priority to me, because Yahweh has ordained my interest in you. Now, take advantage, precious one, of the deliverance of the mind being offered right now. And uh, following this brief message, we're going to be praying a prayer, uh, specifically designed uh, to bring a measure of deliverance, a measure of light, uh, to the minds of the people who are participating with me in this deliverance-type prayer. But um, the offer right now is on the table, if I can use that expression, and only Yahweh knows how long the offer will be on his table. Remember in Psalms 23, the scripture says, He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Let me diagnose that analogy. If your enemies are, are evil spirits, and the scriptures teach that those are your enemies, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but rather we wrestle against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and evil spirits in high places. We look into the ministry of Yahshua and we realize readily he was always dealing with evil spirits, spirits of, of deception and, and the spirits that accused him of blasphemy and uh, spirits that, 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 that called for his execution. Uh, spirits in the field when he preached to the masses. Uh, manifesting in the in the lives of of the folks he was teaching, sometimes crying out with loud voices, uh, sometimes trying to engage him in an argument. Uh, certainly, you cannot read uh, from the evangels without realizing that Yahshua uh, spent a great amount of time uh, dealing with with evil spirits in the lives of people, and uh, so we'll be we'll be praying uh, a, a little later on. Um, in this Omega Man broadcast, um, and in, in obedience to the scriptures, to go into all the world to proclaim the message, um, lay hands on the sick, and drive out the evil spirits, and so on. It's, it's a part of the ministry of Yahshua, and it simply cannot be denied. You know, Hosea 4 6 says, uh, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And uh, I want you to ask yourself the question why is the earth filled? with suffering, if Yahweh is love, why so much war, disease, poverty, and injustice? You know, Satan is the god or ruling power of this present world system. And the meaning of the word Satan is adversary or adversarial. There's adversarial power in the earth. Um, a power that is, from a scriptural standpoint now, a power that is able to deceive the whole world. 
a power that actually came up against Yahshua himself during his the 40-day fast that was recorded in the evangels. Uh, of course, that power was defeated by him, but I've lived a pretty long time, and I'll tell you, I've never run across a man who was successful in every confrontation uh, in which he came up against some demonic power. So it is a it is a battle, and the term Satan or adversary or adversarial is a is a is a very uh, descriptive term of the activity that Satan and his and his forces bring against the sons of men. So it's no wonder then that a world ruled by adversary is filled with adversity, and uh, you and I as sons of men upon the face of the earth. Uh, we know adversity. The scriptures say a man's days are full of trouble, and that even the righteous are afflicted. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivers them out of them all. That's the promise of the scriptures. So, having said that, let me ask you yet another question, please. Is there any way that I could avoid being victimized by these adversities? The answer is yes. Yahweh's Son, Yahweh's Word, has released the Spirit of the Father of our salvation into this world. That Spirit is available to you and I. That that Spirit can be received by those who walk in obedience to Yahweh according to the Scriptures. It was prophesied uh, by the prophets in the last days, saith Yahweh, I'll pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, it was evident and seen in the life of Yahshua when the Spirit of Yahweh descended upon him like a, uh, like a dove. It was evident in the upper room uh, when the folks were gathered there uh, to wait for the 50 days to pass after the Feast of Unleavened Bread for uh, the feast uh, known as the Feast of Weeks or the Feast of Pentecost. Uh, and when the Spirit was poured out upon those uh, disciples that were gathered in that place, and the scriptures said they began to speak in languages that they themselves did not know, nor did they learn, but they proclaimed the message of Yahweh uh, to the languages of the people who were gathered for that feast um, in, in, in uh, Jerusalem. Uh, you can read about that in the first chapter of the book of Acts um, and the second chapter. You might want to read both of those chapters. And you'll, you'll get information on the subject of which we are speaking right now. But let me finish this up. I, I don't want to lose this thought concerning the adversary. We know that Yahshua, the son of Yahweh, has given power to men. He said so. Behold, I give you power over all the power of your enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, when I was a younger man, I had gone into the Marine Corps during the Vietnam conflict. And the first thing you do when you go into the Marine Corps is you go to Paris Island, South Carolina, and uh, you undergo what's referred to as boot camp training. And the idea of the training was to take a civilian from whatever walk of life he was, maybe he sold ice cream or Perhaps he was a baseball player, or maybe he was a, a teacher of some sorts in the school system, or whatever he may have done. And you take that person and you strip them down to nothing. Um, you take away virtually the personality that they came into the camp with. 
so that everybody now becomes equal, and uh, they become as nothing. And then from that point, uh, they begin to manufacture what they call a United States Marine. They will teach you disciplines. They will train you in, in, in obedience. They'll teach you general orders. They'll teach you how to defend yourself, to protect yourself. They'll teach you how to dress. They'll teach you how to live um, in a difficult situation, uh, perhaps where there's excessive rains or excessive cold. Uh, they'll teach you how to live off the land. Uh, they'll give you information on how to operate uh, weaponry. Uh, from rifles to grenades to flamethrowers to tanks. And little by little by little by little, you come out from whatever it was that you were, and you become a United States Marine. And then from there, of course, there's, there's, there's additional training depending upon your particular calling. But the principle is the same. It works the same in spiritual warfare. We come in with very little knowledge of anything very little training in any area at all. And uh, then we begin to learn. Uh, Yahweh brings us through experiences, experiences that are designed to teach us something. Always remember that he promised to lead us in the path of righteousness, and when you know that, then you also know that regardless of what comes your way, that Yahweh, your Heavenly Father, has allowed it for the purpose of teaching you something. There's a lesson to be learned. Now, of course, if you stray off the path of righteousness and, you know, go into the kingdoms of this world and such, you're pretty much on your own. But where Yahweh guides, he also provides. And he'll teach you line upon line, precept upon precept, and you'll have some, some small successes at first. Perhaps you'll be able to uh, reject some of the spiritual wickedness that on prior occasions you may have been lured into. And slowly but very surely, uh, you become proficient in taking orders, you become proficient in discipline, you become uh, more than able to stand up against the various wiles of the devil, as the apostle put it, and uh, you become uh, more and more uh, uh, able uh, to stand up against your adversaries and to defeat them. And uh, this is the process that's used uh, when Yahweh calls you in uh, to the deliverance ministry. Now, the question arises, where is the spiritual warfare fought? Well, spiritual warfare, my friends, is fought in the mind. In order to find the adversary revealed by the Scriptures, in order to find that adversary that Yahweh has revealed in the Word, in order to find our salvation, our deliverance, our freedom, our emancipation, one need look no further than his or her own mind. And the outcome of our physical life is deeply rooted in the thoughts and the intents of our minds. You and I want to make certain that the thoughts and the intents of our minds are generated from the power that comes from the Scriptures. We are the result of the activity of our minds. In other words, we can be filled with negativity, we can be filled with lies and deceptions and misleadings and hurt and rejection, or we can be filled with power and life and direction and hope and challenge and faith. 
Spiritual warfare escalates as the principles of the kingdom of Yahweh are revealed to our minds. Now let's take a step back and ask ourselves, what is sin? And what is the result of sin? Well, sin is error. Say, what have we erred from? We, we've erred from the righteous way. We have been duped or deceived. We have been led to think or to act in such a way so as to violate the laws of righteousness, the laws of the kingdom. First Jochanan, chapter number 3, I believe it is, verse 8, tells us that sin is a transgression of Yahweh's law. Sin is any thought which contradicts the truth of Yahweh. Sin takes place in the mind, and the result of sin is death. The mind can either be the instrument of death through sin, or it can be the instrument of life through truth. Again, I quote from John chapter 8, verse 32, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Truth liberates from errors and the consequences of those errors. I may point out to you that Yahshua speaking in John chapter 8 uh, was quoted, or I should say he was the one that is quoted when I say you shall know the truth. There's two, there's two truths, there's two things about truth that I want to point out to you in, in, in Yachanan chapter 8. I won't spend much time, just a moment. But you'll find if you read that entire chapter, Truth is highlighted in this way. Number one, the truth as you know it will set you free. The truth, if you proclaim it, may in fact get you killed. Satan is fighting the truth. Satan's power is rooted in deception. Yahweh's power is rooted in truth. Therefore, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So let's tie this in now to the deliverance ministry. What is deliverance? Well, deliverance is many things. Deliverance is that action in our minds which corrects existing error or existing deception. If your mind believes something to be true when actually it is an error, then you become a servant or a prisoner of that error or that deception. You may go along thinking that what you're doing is correct and not even realize that what you're doing is going to lead to consequences that are going to bring harm and hurt into your life. Our actions are borne out by our thoughts. When we believe a lie, our actions will eventually manifest the end result of that lie. A lie is mind data, which is contrary to the truth of Yahweh. Yahshua said, I am the truth. So, from this fact, we know that we need deliverance from every thought which exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahweh's truth. The knowledge of Yahweh and the truth of Yahweh are one and the same. Yahweh's knowledge is truth, and Yahweh's truth is knowledge. So, if I may speak just hypothetically, briefly, what is the result of deliverance? Well, in a word, freedom from error, freedom from deception and its consequences, liberation from the power of ignorance to the power of truth. And then the question arises, where is the kingdom of Yahweh? During the days of, the, uh, of his flesh, uh, Yahshua was, was oft times uh, questioned by, by folks 
uh, religious folks and just common folks that would say, where is the, the kingdom of Yahweh? Well, the kingdom of Yahweh is in every part of your mind which is dominated by truth. The kingdom of Yahweh is within you, uh, Yahshua taught. Its presence produces righteousness, peace, and joy in Yahweh's spirit. It is every place where darkness or ignorance is dispelled from the mind, and where light, that is to say the knowledge of Yahweh's truth, shines or is revealed. Shining light is revealed truth. Yahshua revealed the kingdom of Yahweh is within you. In other words, it is present when you when your understanding is based upon Yahweh's truth. I'm going to take about a minute break right at this point, if I may. I'm going to get myself a, a drink of water, and uh, there may be uh, some announcement uh, that uh, Brother uh, Lee would like to make, and I want to invite him to come to the microphone at this time, please. Amen. You're listening to Omega Man Radio Network tonight. We've got our special guest, Pastor Charles Holtzhauser. It's always a pleasure to have Pastor Holtzhauser on the program. And I would encourage everybody to get in contact with the ministry. Uh, as Pastor Holtzhauser mentioned, they have over 6,000 audios. Wow. Uh, and you can get a number of those. You can get the, the booklets um, that he has produced. Uh, one that uh, I got the other day was called Deliverance of the Mind that he's speaking from tonight. And uh, if you would like to contact Pastor Holtzhauser, you can do that online at uh, yahwayswarriors.com. That's spelled Y-A-H-W-E-H-S, and then Warriors, W-A-R-R-I-O-R-S dot com. And uh, go over there and uh, make contact with the ministry, and um, you'll be blessed when you do so. Uh, in the second portion of this show tonight, I'm going to be picking up where we left off last night. We'll be talking about the power of words, and then we're going to be reading from uh, the book by Dr. D.K. Olakoya, uh, Prayer Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits. So that'll be in the second hour tonight. Pastor Holzhauser? Yes, at this time, um, we're going to uh, use uh, our remaining time of fellowship uh, to introduce to some and uh, to expand to others the actual uh, encounter with uh, Yahweh's deliverance power. Uh, we're going to pray some prayers together, and uh, then I'm going to name... Uh, particular types of spirits that occupy the mind and um, that trouble the souls of men, the minds of men, the hearts of men, the, the lives of men. And I'll be instructing you on how you can participate with me if you'd like to and, um, and receive some of this deliverance ministry into your life. Just allow it to you know, flow into your life, the, the anointing of this word, the anointing of Yahweh's power, and um, over the course of, of time, uh, you, you will begin to realize that some of these horrible and dreadful bondages are beginning to dissipate. They're beginning to leave. And new information is coming into your life. Righteous information. Information about the faith. And information about the joy of Yahweh. And information about the challenge set before us. And Information that will stir us to a point where we just want to shout hallelujah. So get ready for that, if you would, please, as uh, we begin the session, first of all, by uh, instructing people to deal with unforgiveness. 
everyone that I've met over the course of my ministry has been hurt, has been disappointed by someone, betrayed by someone, lied about by someone, and um, unforgiveness has come into their lives because hurt is very difficult to process. Betrayal is difficult to process. Uh, when someone lies about you, it's it's difficult to process, and it causes resentment, it causes unforgiveness, quite frankly. And the area of unforgiveness is a tremendous area in which evil spirits can operate. Uh, they'll get into that unforgiveness, and before you know it, you'll be entertaining thoughts of revenge and uh, thoughts of hatred, and uh, you'll be entertaining uh Oh, dreadful things about how much I despise this person or I want to get even with this person or things of this nature. And uh, what I'd like to ask you to do is to pray a prayer. Now, you can pray, obviously, in your own words, but I'll, I'll pray with you a general prayer, an outline prayer. And you can, you can pray kind of between my sentences, between my, my lines, so to speak. But I want to deal with the area of unforgiveness. I would like to remind you, dear friends, that when unforgiveness is, is in your heart, it affects only you. It does not affect the person that you have not forgiven. They're not even aware that you're struggling with the, with the various uh, spiritual effects of unforgiveness. And when you forgive that person, they're not aware of that either. They don't benefit from that, but you benefit from that immensely because an area of your mind or an area of your heart um, is, is, is released from the dreadful bondage of unforgiveness. Where you say, yeah, but this person did something to me that you don't know how dreadful it was. That very well may be, but what I'm saying to you, dear friend, is that harboring this unforgiveness in your mind is going to have a negative effect on your thought processes, on your ability to interact with other folks. It's going to burden you. It could well open the door for additional type of oppressions to come in. You need to forgive that person. They may not even know you've done that. But once you've let that unforgiveness go and offered forgiveness, you will realize the benefit. You will be set free. And then that area that was occupied by oppressive spirits will be reclaimed. There'll be no place for them to operate because the unforgiveness in which they operated against you will be gone. And you'll realize the power of Yahshua's deliverance. So I'm going to pray along these lines, and please pray with me. Father, I thank you this evening that you have given within the framework of my being the ability to forgive. In fact, the last words uttered by my Savior, Yahshua, on the stake at Golgotha's brow was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I would like at this time to begin to forgive people who have hurt and disappointed me, who have pointed a finger at me, who have accused me, things that folks have done to me to allow 
and to open up my life to unforgiveness. I do not want unforgiveness ruling in my life. I want to be free. So therefore, with your help right now, I forgive the following people. And then right there where you are, my friend, if you're participating in this or if you're just being instructed by this prayer and this teaching, begin to name the folks. may have been your mom, dad, maybe a sibling, a trusted friend, an employee or an employer. You would know that, but where you know that there is unforgiveness in your heart, forgive that person. In fact, if I may suggest, go a step further and even bless that person. They have their own problems, my friend. They're trying to get through life. They're struggling. They may seem to get over once in a while, but they've got some problems. They have issues. They're hurting as well. Just bless them. Be Act like a son of Yahweh. Just just release them from their unforgiveness and, and, and bless them as you send them on, on their way. And then you may, you may continue your prayer uh, by letting the Father to know. You may say, Father, I'm thankful uh, that you have opened up this key in my life to know that I can actually be released from the bondages of unforgiveness. And I just so appreciate the fact that you have taught me from the Scriptures the, the tremendous power that you've given me to live a life free of unforgiveness. Thank you, Father, for liberating me and setting me free. And then I want to pray a prayer that I'll, I'll just pray along the lines of mind control renunciation. Uh, one of the areas where folks are in such desperate need of deliverance is, is in mind control. People control other people. They dominate other people. They, they hold them because of, uh, of uh, information they may have they don't want out, or they have an evil soul tie of some sort. Uh, uh, some, sometimes a person's name will just come up and it will stir up uh, spirits within you that are, that are evil spirits, oppressive spirits, and this weighs on your mind. So I'd like you to pray along these lines. Uh, we want to speak to Satan. You can do that because Joshua spoke to Satan. And uh, we can command the powers and the forces that work with Satan uh, to, to leave us. And uh, we might not have the measure of success that we'd like to have. We're, some of us are just learning. But I'll tell you what, you'll have some level of success. You'll have some measure. Um, nothing bad will happen to you by believing Yahweh for deliverance and freedom as you take this authority uh, over your adversaries. You just, you know, you stand firm and uh, do what the Scriptures says. Behold, I give you power over all the power of your enemy. And in time, you, you'll practice. You, you practice deliverance. Just like you practice dentistry, you practice medicine, or you practice basketball. And the more you practice, the more proficient you become. So join me in this prayer and say, Satan, I put you and your demons on notice that I do now renounce any and all legal grounds which spirits in my mind control and harass me. In the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, the Messiah, I renounce every contact with mind control which I know about, and also those I do not know about. Specifically, 
I renounce any controls or soul ties on me from the following people. Then name them. Folks that may dominate you, bully you, perhaps, that hold something over your head, that blackmail you. Mention the names. And then say this, I also renounce any and all mind control manipulation which I may have exercised, knowingly or unknowingly, towards other people. If you yourself have gotten involved in this, you'll want to renounce this. This is not holy. This is not righteous. This, this will never bring you, my dear friend, into a, into a state that we spoke about earlier this evening. I'll keep the man in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon me. This, this, will, this will bring oppression. So confess this as a sin and release it and renounce it. I also renounce any and all mind control holes or ties from any groups or organizations uh, with the occult, witchcraft, transcendental meditation, uh, cults, false teachings, false doctrine. I do now claim my freedom from all these things in the name of Yahshua Messiah and because of his resurrection victory over all the power of the enemy. And then next we want to pray a prayer that will help us uh, to stir up uh, spiritual nests and strong places that are rooted deeply in our lives uh, from inordinate affections. We want to say, Satan, in the name of Yahshua, I come against the demon authorities who controlled and motivated my relationship with, and then whoever that person or persons may be, you name them, and I break your power and authority over my life and affections, especially as related to him or her, and by the blood, the sacrificial blood of the Lamb of Yahweh that takes away the sin of the world, Yahshua the Messiah, I remove myself from any authority you've ever exercised over me. I renounce all such ties of, of affliction, inordinate affection. I ask that Yahshua help me uh, to love him or her, to forgive him or her, and uh, to walk in, in the spirit of peace and the spirit of life. And I thank you, Father, for setting me free. And then finally, before I command the demons to go, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer that will refer to the renunciation of sexual sins. Difficult subject sometimes to speak about, but nonetheless, it's a very, very real area of need in the lives of people. Sometimes folks get themselves involved at a very young age, with sexual sins, having no idea what they're doing. And they can get themselves in an awful, awful mess. Even older people, all through life, um, will, will think or perform sexual acts, uh, thinking perhaps that it, it may feel good or thinking perhaps that it's the thing to do because of the circumstance or the situation. They move along. But, you know, when all is said and done, if, 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 if sexual interaction is not done within the framework of a loving, caring, committed marital relationship, uh, where along with, with, with the sexual activity there's, there's commitment and there's sincerity and there's sensitivity and there's, there's, there's love, um, you know, if, if it's done outside of that and it's done instead of by the power of love and the need to express that love, it's done by the power of lust and the need to express that lust. Well, then we have to renounce those types of sins.
And so say this with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Yahshua Messiah. I believe that Yahshua is the son of Yahweh who takes away the sin of all those who repent and confess him. I believe that the blood of Yahshua cleanses me from all sin. I claim freedom from all filth of sexual nature, which came through my eyes, my ears, my mind, or through participation in sexual sins. In particular, I confess the following, all preoccupation with sensual desires and appetites and indulgences of them, all longing and ardent desire for what is forbidden, evil, as it is revealed in the scripture, all inordinate affection, all unnatural and restrained passions and lusts, all promoting or partaking of that which tends to produce lewd emotions and foster sexual sin. I further confess all filthy communication, obscene and filthy language, conversation and jokes, lewd and obscene music, poetry, literature, or art, all pornography, all acts of sodomy, adultery, immorality, fornication, masturbation. Uh, I further announce the expression of these philosophies and religions and lifestyles and art, literature, mass media, and public practices. Yahweh, I ask that your spirit reveal other sexual offenses in my life that I have committed that have lied to me, come in and now oppress me and vex me and make me ill. I hereby reclaim all ground that I have ever given over to Satan in my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit, and I want you, Yahweh, to control and empower every area of my life, including my sexual powers, that from now on they might be used according to your will. And I bless you, and I thank you for the intimacy that you have made available to the sons of men with their marital partner and all the expressions of affection and love and tenderness. I thank you for that, and I thank you for setting me free from inordinate affection. All right, at this time, I'm going to begin to call out some spirits that are in the mind, and I would like you to participate. And the way you can do that is to just pray with me right there where you may be. Um... As I call these spirits out, please remember that evil spirits are very misunderstood, mostly because of Hollywood. But from a scriptural standpoint, evil spirits or numerous are breaths. And to expel out evil spirits simply means to, to breathe them out, to force them out of the breathing passages. And believe it or not, this is how evil spirits are expelled from your life. So as I name these spirits and break these yokes and these curses, I'd like you to take some breaths and just breathe out. Uh, you say, well, what happens if I haven't got any of these spirits? Well, you get a breath of fresh air. That's about the extent of it. It'll cause no harm. But if, there's, if there are things lurking within, within inside of you, uh, you may just find that they have gone. Uh, to the glory of Yahweh, and to the praise of the power that's ours in Yahshua's name. So I'm going to begin now to name the spirits, and I'm going to ask you, please, to uh, participate with me. Take some deep breaths. Tell them to go, just to leave. Uh, in other words, you know, we're, we're too, any two agree on anything that shall be done. Come into agreement with me and with other listeners uh, right now, as we as we as a as a uh, what shall we call ourselves? as determined uh, believers in the power and authority 
of Yashu Messiah. We come together to fight uh, these enemy powers. All right. In the name of Yashu of Nazareth, the spirits in the carnal mind come out. Uh, spirits of lying, envying, jealousy, strife, divisions. All the spirit of carnal imaginations that trouble me in the night, that cause uh, uh, dreams. Uh, that are unpleasant, that, that irritate my, my emotions and my sense of well-being. Spirits of pride, you go. Conceit. Uh, spirits of high things, self-exaltations. Uh, spirits of carnal ordinances and fleshly regulations. Uh, all spirits that work death, malice, uh, depravity. I command these spirits to leave the lives of the folks that are praying with us as we stand against all of this dreadful darkness. In the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, spirits of wickedness and maliciousness, every spirit of witchcraft, witchcraft power, I break the curses that are sent by the power of witchcraft. I stand against them with these dear folks, and I declare with them that witchcraft power shall not rule my life. I am a child of Yahweh. I am destined for success. I am destined for greatness. I'm destined to overcome. I'm destined to be more than a conqueror through Yahshua who loved me and gave himself for me. Spirits of hypocrisies, leave me now. All spirits of backbiting, slander, insincerity, spirits of lusts of all kinds, filthy lusts, filthy desires, all spirits of evil doing, naughtiness, sinfulness, spirits that operate in my life to oppress me, vex me, to make me sick, to cause me to render poor judgment. I come against spirits of coveting, unfaithfulness, spirits of double-mindedness, spirits of that are critical, judging spirits. I rebuke all these spirits and command them to lead me in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, Spirits that affect my mind, absent-mindedness, amnesia, spirits of blackout, blank mind, forgetfulness, lapsed memory, dementia, spirits of blocked memory recall, blocked memory recollection, all the spirits that affected me in childhood and have matured over the years, come out in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. I am a new creation in Yahshua. I have been made over. I am being delivered. I am being taught i am being trained to be a conqueror and more than a conqueror through yashua who love me all the spirits of memory recall of the evil past evil memory recall spirits go out flashbacks leave now in the name of yashua of nazareth mind binding mind control mind confusion confusion mixed up Go, shallow mind, leave, bound mind, bound childhood minds, preoccupation, lack of concentration, uh, spirits in the fragmented soul. All of this spiritual wickedness, leave me now in the name of Yashur of Nazareth and go to where Yahweh commands you to go. And now I receive the anointing of Yahweh's spirit. I receive the ministry that comes only from heaven, the ministry that produces a man whose mind is stayed on Yahweh, a man whose mind is in perfect peace. I loose upon the people the spirits of revelation and wisdom and understanding and joy and victory and a love of the scripture and a love of one another 
uh, spirits that bring peace and that bring joy and that bring rest to the souls of the people. I ask you, Father, to invade the lives of each person who is in agreement with me, with those spirits who are ministering spirits, uh, to those who are called to be the heirs of your salvation. Change lives for the better. Change minds for the better. Affect the people in a very powerful and positive way. And all this to the praise of your name, I say, through Yahshua Messiah. Hallelujah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, thank you, Brother Lee. I've uh, got to move on to my next assignment, but I want to thank you very much uh, for having me on the air. I look forward to being with you again on Thursday, and perhaps we'll have a more in-depth discussion on the deliverance ministry. We'll, we'll pray more in-depth because we'll have a little more time on Thursday night. But for tonight, I thank our listeners, and I thank you for the opportunity of proclaiming, teaching, and ministering in the power of deliverance. Pastor Holtzhauser, before you go, give out your contact information one more time, please. Yes, if you'd like to send me an email and uh, make a request, ask a question, if there's anything that you feel I may be of service to you in, uh, you can email me at Yahweh's Warriors. Uh, Yahweh is Y-A-H-W-E-H-S, Warriors, W-A-R-R-I-O-S. That's Yahweh's Warriors, and uh, we're at A O L. Dot com. You always worry is at AOL.com. Thank you once again. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. And have a pleasant evening. That was uh, Pastor Charles Holtzhauser on. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have Pastor on. And uh, he is going to be on again Thursday night. We're going to do a two-hour show with Pastor Charles Holtzhauser Thursday night. And uh, I asked him if he would uh, be willing to come on and uh give another word, and then we're going to open up the lines for live prayer. So if you have a special prayer request, you need deliverance, you need healing, I'd just like to talk to Pastor Holtzhauser, ask him a question. Uh, we're going to do that in the second hour of Thursday night's show. Uh, now I'm going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and um, we're going to do some more mass deliverance, and I'm going to read a couple more of these uh, prayers out of the uh, the book that we've been reading from this week called Prayer Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits by Dr. D.K. Olakoya. And uh, I want to also mention that uh, I'll be doing a second program tonight at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to have Jeannie McKeever on, uh, calling in from the West Coast. Uh, Jeannie and her husband uh, produced many books on preparedness. Uh, one of the most well-known was Christians Will Go Through the Tribulation. Now, <laughs> you had to be very brave to say it at that time, and you've got to be even braver to say it now. Uh, so it'll be a pleasure to have her on. We're going to be talking about uh, a number of topics, uh, preparation of the spirit man and uh, the power of the tongue. So it'll be a great program. Uh, we're also going to have uh, guest Benjamin Brook on this week. He'll be doing a uh, two-hour program with us. We're going to have uh, Pastor Steve Bell uh, from Key Ministries on this week. We're going to be doing uh, another program, uh, Conversations from the Backside of the Desert, with Zoe Mortal Sunday night, I've got John Franklin on again. Uh, he's going to be teaching, calling in from Canada. It's going to be a great program. That'll be uh, uh, Sunday night at 8 p.m. And uh, on and on we go. Uh, we've got so many uh, great programs coming up. On last but not least, uh, our regular weekly program, the School of Deliverance with Dr. Pat Holliday. You know, some exciting things have been happening. Uh, 
we're getting some real fruit, so I'm giving God the praise and Jesus Christ for the deliverance that we're seeing. We've seen uh, people set free of demonic spirits, people baptized in the Holy Spirit, uh, live on the radio program, and uh, we're seeing uh, healing miracles performed. And you know, look, folks, we're just vessels. Um, if God and His Son Jesus Christ didn't show up, nothing would happen. So we give them all the honor and the glory and the praise. And so just uh, praising God for the opportunity to get out there and do ministry. You know, we do claim the airwaves for God. Uh, just as in Numbers 33, 50, and 57, it says, uh, go and drive out the inhabitants from the land. And uh, if you do not do that, there will be a thorn in your side, uh, a prick in your eye, and what I meant to do to them, I'll do unto you. That's a, the shortened version of that. You know, we've been called to go into the land and take back territory for Jesus Christ. And uh, I take the um, the 2010 interpretation of that to be, literally, uh, we need to go out and drive demons out of the body of Christ. These are the thorns in the flesh, just as the Apostle Paul had one. The messenger of Satan sent to buffet him. But you may say, well, I, I thought that uh, the Holy Ghost and demon couldn't exist and coexist in the same body. Well, I believe your spirit is, is sealed once you accept Jesus Christ. But then you've got several other places that the demon can go. You've got your physical flesh. You've got the mind, the will, the emotions, which make up the soul. And just as Pastor Holzhauser is preaching tonight, uh, demonic spirits have access to the mind. And what we have to do is we have to take every thought into captivity. Okay, We have to renew our mind through the Word, through the hearing of the Word of God, through the reading. Okay, We've got to feed our spirit, man, every day. We've got to cultivate a prayer closet with the Father. We've got to close the demonic gateways that we open up. Okay, and uh, drive the demonic spirits out as necessary. And remember, deliverance is the children's bread. So it's every believer's privilege to receive deliverance. And you're called to go out and do deliverance, to help your brothers and sisters. You know, just as uh, Jesus said, Satan uh, seeks to sift you, Peter. And then once you're recovered, go and help your brethren. And so, uh, you know, he's seeking to sift us all. And, uh, you know, you can't be in this world and not get affected. You know, we just get contaminated and leaving our homes. You'd have to live in a bubble not to come in contact with evil. But uh, many of us invited into our homes, you know, Internet porn, uh, certain music. I know of a lady who received a demonic spirit listening to Lady Gaga. Okay? I mean, it's serious, folks. Uh, you go down to the movies and you see sex and violence and murder and rape, and you think that uh, you're going to come home and, and not be affected. Okay? You're going to have a demonic spirit come into you through the eye gateway, through the ear gateway, and you're going to have to get some deliverance, but you've got to repent. Satan is a legal expert, and he will use that to his advantage over us if we don't stay on guard. So the key is to flee from sin, flee from the appearance of evil, repent, be fast to repent as David did. He was a man after God's own heart. David committed a lot of horrible sins. He murdered a man, but he was quick to forgive. And, you know, there is the reaping and you know, sowing, sowing and reaping principle here. But my, where am I going with this? I'm saying there is mercy through Jesus Christ. He, his blood will wash us white as snow. And uh, we've got to stay on guard and understand that Satan goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You know, the people of God are being slaughtered, literally, because they are ignorant to the devices and, of Satan and the wiles of the enemy to the fact that, yes, a Christian can be, in fact, demonized, okay? You still have uh, free choice, 
you know, there are some people that I would say probably are possessed. I mean, they went past probably the point of no return unless God had mercy on them. They've really totally been given over to Satan. But to one degree or another, most of us are demonized. Okay? Um, I haven't met a person yet who's not demonized. The, the good news is you can <laughs> take authority over these demonic spirits and command them to go in Jesus' name. And then you've got to keep, you know, keep the blood on your life. Um, so what I'm saying here is people are perishing out there. Because, uh, you know, the Word says, my people pack it, perish for a lack of knowledge. Uh, they can't see the demonic spirits, so they say, well, they must not exist. Or, yeah, I believe in Satan, but, you know, let's not talk about him. Why give him any glory? Folks, he's sitting in the, the church pew right next to you, in most churches. Sometimes your pastor is demonized. Or it could be a witch or warlock in disguise. Uh, am I not telling you the truth? Uh, there is the real and there's counterfeit, just as we saw with the, you know, the Lakeland revivals, and you know Todd Bentley was calling down M.O., a fallen angel, calling down the fire, and thank God for people like Dr. Pat Holliday and others that were binding and doing spiritual warfare, stripped him of his power, then he was exposed. Now I hope that he repents. If someone's willing to repent, you restore them. I don't think we restore them to the pulpit, but that's my personal opinion. But what I'm saying here is. Uh, People were going into these services being having hands laid on them, and they were being imputed a demonic spirit of Kundalini. Okay, and then people saw them flopping around on the floor like a fish, or slithering like a snake and thought it was the Holy Spirit of God. There is the true baptism of the Holy Spirit, and there is a counterfeit. Just as I have mentioned in programs before, I know a guy personally who's a warlock, and he told me something that caused my draw to drop open. My, wait a minute, my jaw to drop open. There we go. <laughs> he said, I've been practicing and speaking in tongues. Now, this is a guy who also told me he casts spells. He uses his own blood and herb potions, and he's practicing under a shaman. Uh, what he's speaking is not the baptism of the Holy Spirit, folks. You can't learn to speak in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and just make up words. You've either got the gift or you don't. And I know for a fact that a warlock does not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He may have the baptism of a demonic spirit and a counterfeit tongue, in fact. Where am I going with this? I'm saying we've got to be on guard. Okay, Satan seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. And he'll do it subtly. He'll do it through diversification. Satan does not trap everyone by the same means. Why do you think that there's so many religious denominations? Okay? And some of them will send you to hell. Some of them may have some differences over something that's not a salvation issue. But uh, my point is, is he's gotten a lot of people trapped. And he'll trap you if you're not on guard. So we've got to keep the full armor of God on us. We've got to know how to do spiritual defense. And what happened to my break? Oh, my goodness. It's 9-11 again. Um, I have to document that time every time I see it. Pastor Holiday said uh, it's probably... God has shown me Revelation 9-1-1. Go read that. That may tell you how late it is in, in, in this uh, day and age. Well, let's go to a break, and then we're going to come back and do some mass deliverance for those of you who are still awake out there. All right. Uh, again, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network Live. Uh, spread the word. We have our new website up at omegamanradio.com. Uh, you can contact me through there. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to have a testimony from you. If God has uh, given you deliverance, if He's given you healing, uh, you just have a comment. Maybe you have a guest that you want uh, to come on the program. 
write in and let me know. And there's also a link that you can sign up to be an intercessory prayer warrior. We need it, folks. The uh, the host of hell are in concerted effort right now to take down the men and women of God out there. They're attacking people. There are some casualties already. So we've got to wake up, okay, understand that we're doing spiritual warfare, and pick up your sword and come up to the front line. Don't sit on the pew anymore and just warm it. We need help. God needs your help. Learn about spiritual warfare and then get into some action here. Start smiting some demons in Jesus' name. I love to hear demons scream. I'm tired of being the one on the attacking end. Attack end. I'm ready to attack. Like when Worley said, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. And I said before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As a sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war. All out war. A war in which no quarter is given or no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains. Attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. Well, I'm mad at hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore either. How about you? Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For so these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God, and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it.
Amen. Okay, we are back with the Omega Man Radio Network tonight. My name is Shannon Davis. It's a pleasure to be with you once again. This is a live program. And, uh, you know, I did promise uh, open lines, so I see the lines are already opening up and people are calling in. So let's go to the lines here, see who we have on the first line. Uh, you're on the show. How are you tonight? Yes, hello. You're on the Omega Man Radio Show. Yeah, um... I am calling in. I have had an experience with my son since he was two and a half years old. He started seeing, he saw a monster, and then he started speaking to this thing under his bed. And he has been influenced by this thing all his life. He's seen, he's seen ghosts and demons, and they've, they've tormented him. And now he he's now 12 years old. This happened when he was two and a half years old. I have had people to try and get help for him. I was going to the Catholic Church. I went to a priest. I went to the healing rooms. I went to different places for my son. And everyone who started to try to help him started getting hit by a spiritual attack and would quit. And I don't know what to do anymore. How old is your son now? He just turned 12. And okay. he has issues at school. He loses time where he doesn't know where he's at. Sometimes he's really cold and calculating. And you'll, he'll have this look in his eyes like it's a, it's a game with him. I mean, he's lost church. I took him to church and... He, you know, he'll go to sleep during the consecration, and he would sit there. This one time, it was a two and a half hour mass, and I, you know, he was rebellious when we first went in, and when we were leaving, I said, "Okay, honey, it's time to go." And he looks at me and he goes, "What?" And I said, "It's time to go." And he goes, "But we just got here." And I said, "How long do you think we've been here, honey?" He goes, "Uh, two, maybe three minutes." We've been dealing with this. So when I started trying to get help, things really started manifesting at the house, and I wasn't strong enough at that time. And I cut off trying to get them get them the help then, and then things calmed down. Um, Do you have him on I'm any so kind of medication? For this boy. No. Okay, that's a, good, not, that's a good thing. Yes. No, no medication. Um, his father, to give you a background, his father also just told me, he said, oh, yeah, because I, I saw the demons when I was young. And he says, and I just learned not to fight them, and now they don't bother me anymore. I mean, he sees things. Uh, he told me he gave himself. He went to a, a Indian ceremony and received a black crow as a spirit guide. I didn't know this stuff before I married him and had my children. And uh, I'm just, I'm just, I think that my son has gotten this bad spirit. Uh, it sounds yeah. like what it is is a um, it's a generational curse that is coming down the family line. Now, yes, we do have those in our line. Uh, I had them in my own family, and here's what happens: if you get involved in any form of the occult, you know, it could be something you just you do one time. It could just be you know playing with the Ouija board, uh, you know, going through a Indian ritual, uh, going to a fortune teller, reading a horoscope. Literally, what has happened is you've just cursed yourself. Your children, your great grandchildren, your your grandchildren and your great grandchildren down to three and four generations. So it is serious business. And uh, 
I know this is a strong, this is a strong spirit. I have had five people who are very spiritually attuned. Every time they meet my son, I don't see anything about him. I had this blind mystic. I mean, she really sees things inside of people. And she even gave a testimony to a priest. And she took, when we went to the priest, you know, my son couldn't pray. And the, the priest asked him why, and he said, because it hurts. You know, and my friend, she said that uh, when she spoke, when he spoke to the priest, he said he was intimidated by this priest. This priest really believed in the power of God, and he believed in the demons. And my son, it backed off of my son when he went to that priest. But when it backed off, my son had only the personality of a two-and-a-half, three-year-old child. And my friend asked, she said, uh, did something happen to him when he was two and a half, three years old? Well, that's when he first saw the monster and started screaming from his room. Okay, he may also have um, a spirit of arrested development. That's a demonic spirit that will come in. Um, we take for granted the fact that we can watch uh, a movie and not be contaminated. I remember watching scary movies when I was young, and you know, a demonic spirit can come in that way. Uh, he could have went, uh, you know, and seen a Harry Potter movie. Um, any number of ways, demonic was, spirits could come in. He was only two and a half, three years old when this happened, and I don't think that's what it was. You know, I was in the living room watching, of all things. They said, you know, if your child has some anger issues, you should watch this show, and it was um, Bob Larson. Really. Do you remember Bob Larson? Oh, absolutely. Anyway, this gal was on there, and she was absolutely possessed. And he says, get out of her. You know, in the name of Jesus, who are you? And it was she started spitting out witchcraft and, you know, hatred and all of these things. And finally she said, um, Satan, you know, these spirits that were inside of her. And her eyes were just dark. And right at that moment is when my son started screaming from the bedroom. And I, I mean, I don't know if that had any correlation, but my son had never seen any bad movies. I never had let him see anything because that's I'm just, a very uh, strong believer. That's just one gateway. But uh, in, based on what you're, you're telling me, I would uh, tend to believe that it probably came down the generational line. That's very common. And um, even Derek Prince said that, um, you know, if you have a, a child that uh, starts to, let's say, for example, pitch a temper tantrum, if uh, it continues on multiple times and you don't correct them, then a demonic spirit can, can come in there. You can have spirits that go in from the womb. Uh, you know, you can actually be pregnant and curse your own child, and you have a spirit going. I mean, there's, I'm just saying there's thousands of ways probably that these saints can enter in. But the I know the why line. he let it come in. I okay. do know why he let it come in. He told me he was angry because his younger brother that was born just 13 months after he was, was very, very ill, almost died when he was young, had to have three major surgeries. And so I was at the hospital with his younger brother all the time. And he says, you abandoned me. You abandoned me, and I got angry. Wow. It could and be as simple as that, too. bringing this up. Uh, does, he, does he know Jesus Christ as his Savior? You know what? When I try to talk to him about Jesus, when I took him to the healing rooms, and they try to talk to him about Jesus, he gets very sleepy, and he doesn't hear anything that's being said to him. Okay, well, that, that is a, that's a certain sign of um, being demonized. Uh, 
we all have demons at one point in time in our life. The good news is we can be set free. And what they will oftentimes do is uh, they'll put you into a uh, almost like a, a poss- playing possum state. Uh, I prayed for a lady one time and uh, started to pray, and then all of a sudden she went to sleep, and it was like <laughs> she was laying there like a possum. And uh, I mean, it happens. Uh, what, <laughs> what they do that's is what he does. They want to go down and hide. So um, here, the good news is, is that uh, he can have deliverance. Um, you have a relationship you know, with Jesus needs, Christ I think yourself. He needs, yes. I can. Okay. So what we're going to do tonight is, you are his mother, and you can stand in the gap for your son. And what we're going to do is, we're going to pray for him and get him some relief. And uh, what I would like to do is, if you will email me, Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. I'm going to send you some deliverance material, and what I recommend you do is uh, we're going to pray for him now, but then, as he's willing, sit down and start clearing some of the ground, because uh, this could go very deep, and you may need to break um, some additional things as uh, you become aware of them. There's no telling how... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah, I know that this needs to be a... For some reason, this is a very strong... Wrong. Um, my 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 daughter's friend. Uh, she used to be a. She was into Satanism. Okay. And she met my son. And the first thing she tells my daughter, you know, I mean, they, she got to, you know, she said, you know, that is the biggest demon in such a little boy I've ever seen. Well, there. And uh... I have had I don't know how many people tell me the same thing when they are very spiritually attuned, and I said, I know, I know. And I'm t- to get rid of this thing, I have tried. I had, like I said, I went to the healing room, so I went to a priest. You know, and when we went to the priest, and they did a ex- uh, conditional baptism on him. Yes. And he, I said, honey, do you know what we did? He was only six years old at this time, you know, very young. And I said, honey, do you know what we just did? And he goes, oh. I knew where we were going. And I said, well, how did you know, honey? And he goes, they told me. And I said, how? And he goes, in my brain. And then he looks at me and he goes, oh, you know that I always know what's going to happen before it happens. And I said, how? And he goes, they tell me. Wow. Yeah, Um, this is a very deep thing. The demonic spirits are communicating with him, but uh, the good news is is, uh, there is deliverance for your son. What is his first name? Column. His name is Colum. Colum. How do you how do you spell that? C O L M. Okay, C O L M. Colum. Yeah. Okay, and um, ma'am, what is your first name? My name is Marjorie. Marjorie. Okay, we're going to pray right now. Um, if you're in agreement with me, uh, standing in the gap for your son, we can pray and get him some help right now. Uh, are yes. you in agreement? Do you believe Jesus Christ yes. can set your son free? Yes. Okay, absolutely. Well, let's pray. And I'm asking any uh, believers out there that uh, are listening to uh, agree with me and Marjorie right now for her son, Colin, that he'll be set free in Jesus' name. Okay, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come in agreement with Marjorie tonight and the listeners out there. And you said that we're two or more gathered together, agreeing on anything. You're in the midst of Lord Jesus, and it shall be done. And we come... Based on the Word of God, which says that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so Marjorie, Father God, is standing in the gap, the point of contact 
for her son, Colm, who's not here with us tonight. And I'm in agreement with her tonight that her son's going to receive deliverance. He may be listening on the radio. So, Colm, if you're listening right now, we're going to pray for you. We Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the strong man in Colm. I command the strong man to be caged up in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind all demonic spirits that are under the strong man's authority. All demonic spirits that came in back from the age of two years and even younger. We bind you in Jesus' name and command you to be caged up. Right now, in agreement with Marjorie, we stand on the ground for calm and we break the generational curse that came down the family line. We break this curse of witchcraft. We break all the curses that came in through Indian ritual and occultic items. We break them in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask God that you would sprinkle the blood of Jesus on those curses. They are canceled and void right now. All demonic spirits that are coming down through the generational curse, you have no legal right to attack Calm anymore. We break your authority right now. We command you to loose him in Jesus' name. So right now, <clears throat> we bind all demonic spirits inside of Calm and command them to be caged in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to be blinded right now in Jesus' name. Father God, I'm asking that you unloose warrior angels with flaming swords down to surround Colm right now for his protection. And I'm asking angels of God, Father God, I'm asking that you have the angels to go down. And angels of God, go in there and pull these demonic spirits out. We ask you to cut any demonic roots that are tied into him. In the name of Jesus. We command all demonic spirits to be caged up right now. I apply the blood of Jesus to it. I'm asking God that you have your warrior angels go down and read the word of God to torment these demonic spirits. Night and day. Right now we break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells that have been sent against calm in the name of Jesus. We command them to be rendered null and void now in Jesus' name. I bind all witchcraft attack, all demonic evil spirits that are tormenting him at night and speaking to him in his mind. We bind you in Jesus' name. We command you to go to Tartarus right now, where you're going to remain chained, awaiting your judgment. And I apply the blood of Jesus to calm right now. I pour the blood of Jesus down calm's throat. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask all these things, Father God. And I'm asking that you would fill him now with your Holy Spirit and pull the scales off of his eyes, Father God, that he can know you and yourself if he does not know. We lose the spirits of wisdom and knowledge in the column in accordance with Ephesians 1 and 17. I'm asking God that you would put peace and love and joy into him. I'm asking for a wall of fire, a hedge of protection around column in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. In the name of Jesus Christ. We ask all this, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll see what God does. I believe he's going to get some relief. And um, he's going to probably need to continue, have some ministering done to him. If you will contact me by email, uh, I will get some material into your hands, and uh, we'll continue to work with you until he gets total deliverance. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, I want you to uh, contact me, and uh, then I want to follow up with you, all right? 
God bless All you right. for calling in tonight, Marjorie. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, that was uh, Marjorie. We thank you for calling in, and uh, we're going to continue to work with Marjorie. And call them. I ask that uh, people put call them on their prayer request list. When you go to pray every day, lift him up. God is doing a work in him beginning tonight, in Jesus' name. Let's go to the next caller. Thank you for holding, caller. You're on the line. How can I help you? Hey, Omega Man. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. I'm blessed today. Every right. uh, every day with above ground is a good day. I know that's right. That's smart. I'm a first-time <laughs> caller, Omega Man. And I just, you know, you're doing a really good job of uh, serving the Lord, helping the people in these last days, man. Well, I give the Lord the praise. I know nothing, brother. I'm just uh, learning like everyone else. And I said, uh, you know, God, I'd like to work with you and do something uh, before time runs out. So be careful what you ask for. He will draft you. And, uh, you know, he's drafting a lot of people right now. Uh, There's people all over the world that are rising to the call, and uh, God is just opening doors. So, you know, we've got a little small community here building on Blog Talk, and, uh, you know, it's a little corner of the world, but I praise God for what he's opened up. That's right, right on Omega Man. I just want to uh, ask you a question. Uh, I'm a Christian, been yes, sir. a Christian for many years, and uh, you know I just have a problem with uh, you know I, I smoke a little marijuana, Omega Man. Yes, sir. And uh, my mom always tells me that you know I can't really serve the Lord by doing those things, and uh, I've just been uh, trying to get off for a long time. I just wonder by me doing those things, Omega Man, can I? open up my, you know, open up myself from attack of the enemy trying to come in and, you know, being, like, spirit-possessed or anything. Can that happen, you know, for me doing that, Omega Man? Well, absolutely. Here's what will happen. God uh, creates us all with a natural hedge of protection around our mind. You know, the Word of God says if you break the hedge, the serpent will bite you. In other words, if we lower this, uh, this wall of protection or this hedge, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, the devil's out there, and his uh, demonic spirits are just waiting for a opportunity to come into us. And they will, if uh, we invite them in, or we engage in any kind of sin. And um, who hasn't sinned? We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's right. And, you know, you can have many gateways. You know, uh, drugs is one, fornication is another. Even being angry. You know, the Word says... Be angry and sin not, but if you know if you're angry, uh, don't let the sun go down in your wrath. And what's happening there is something uh, you would think as innocent as being angry, uh, you know, holding a grudge. Well, you go to sleep, Satan will come and see demons into you as you're sleeping, and then you know that can open up uh, the doorway to bitterness, unforgiveness, and uh, there's people that have actually been stricken down with cancer and arthritis as a result of these demons coming in. They brought the disease, and once the person would just repent. You can uh, cast the demons out, and then the sickness that came in as a result of them has to go in Jesus' name. And I'm not saying that if uh, you're listening out there and you, you have cancer or arthritis, it's uh, from the devil. I'm just saying uh, it is possible. But back to the marijuana issue, uh, listen, um, many people have smoked marijuana. And um, is that any worse than alcohol? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not here to single out any drug. I mean, even caffeine can be a drug, brother. That's right. So, uh, but the, but to answer your question, yes, here's what happens. Um, if you use any type of uh, drugs, what it will do is it will drop the hedge of your protection, and the demonic spirits will come in. Um, it could be marijuana. It can be, uh, it could be something heavier, cocaine, heroin. 
I mean, it can even be pharmaceutical drugs like uh, Xanax for depression. Yeah. Okay, OxyContin. Look at what happened to Heath Ledger. You know, he's doing the uh, the Batman movie, playing the Joker, and he really, you know, lived it. Yeah. And it, it so tormented him, he was having to take antidepressants. And um, he still couldn't sleep because what it would do is the demons had come in through a gateway, and, uh, you know, he was only aggravating the situation and basically uh, subduing his will. And what happened is uh, they got him to the point that uh, he couldn't sleep more than two hours a night, and all we know is that uh, he died in his uh, his home from a mixture of these drugs. So they'll open up uh, spirits of depression. They can open up spirits of suicide. And then when death and destruction comes in, you could find yourself jumping out of a window. Um, so, I mean, it's very serious. And uh, I can tell you for a fact that uh, marijuana will open up some demonic spirits. Um, many of these things can be addictive. So we need you know, Jesus Christ to set us free of the addictions that come along. I'm not going to just say it's easy to go cold turkey, but uh, Christ can do it. And uh, if, if, if you're willing to serve the Lord and you want to get set free of it, uh, Jesus Christ has made... Uh, a way for that. Yeah, because, so, man, I know these are the last days, and I've been, uh, you know, I try to, you know, tell all my friends and about the the new world order that's coming, that's prophesied in the Bible. and Yes, sir. Just a lot of my friends are just depressed and people losing their jobs, and so many young ladies are just, you know, selling their bodies these days. It's just, you know, I want to get, I just need prayer, Omega, man. I, I just want to be prayed for Amen. I want to get I want to get this marijuana spirit off me. If you could just pray for me, Omega. Well, we're going to do it tonight. What is your first name? My name is Tony Bryant. I live in Pacifica, California. Well, Tony, how did you find out about the program? You know, I listened to Rick Wiles, and then uh, I heard of I heard him. He had a broadcast with you on there. And then, wow, that's how I found out about you. So, well, I you know, about... praise God for for Rick Wiles. He was actually the one that uh, wrote me and told me about Blog Talk Radio and gave me. The information I need to get this thing going. So, uh, praise God for Brother Rick Wiles. I love the True News program. Uh, Tony, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I do. Uh, I grew up a non-denominational Christian, Omega, man. I I believe in the Bible. And uh, I I go to a non-denominational church, but I just, like I said, I just just smoke this marijuana. I just want to get it off me, man. And I'm not here to condemn you tonight. I mean, look, uh, that's no worse, no better than just smoking a cigarette. I mean, all these things can open up the doorway, so the key is is just to get set free of it and then uh, close that gateway. That's right. So, um, you know, the Lord is able to deliver you tonight, Tony. Um, are you willing to um, pray with me and believe that Jesus Christ can set you free? Yes, sir. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. So what what we should really do is just, uh, you know, just, just say something as simple as, uh, Father God, in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. I love you, and I ask you to forgive me for uh, opening the doorway to sin through marijuana. I love you, and I ask that you forgive me for opening the doorways to marijuana, Lord. I'm asking, Father God, that you would deliver me tonight of this addiction. I ask, Lord, that you would deliver me from this addiction tonight, Lord God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right, brother, so um, what you've done is uh, you've confessed it as a sin, you've repented of it, and um, God is faithful to forgive us of our sin if we confess and we truly mean it. And what he'll do is he doesn't remember it anymore. So it doesn't matter what we've done. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But when we uh, truly repent, 
and we ask in Jesus' name that God forgive us, he will forgive us, and that he doesn't remember it anymore. You know, he throws it away as far as the east is from the west, and then, uh, you know, if someone tries to bring it up, it's usually Satan, and we just don't need to pay attention to him anymore. Because God's already forgotten about it. But uh, through sin, we can open up the doorway to demons to come in. We've all have, we have demons at one time or another. So uh, I'm going to agree with you, and if, if you're in agreement with me, let's, uh, let's see what God will do. So let's just pray right now, and uh, let me ask you, do you have any bitterness or unforgiveness against anybody? Uh, no, Omega Man, because I know if, if I have any bitterness, I know God ain't going to forgive me of my sins. So I don't hate or I have no hate in my heart or nothing, you know. No, not at all. Omega Tony, Man. have you ever dabbled in any form of the occult? Like ever um, read any tarot cards or uh, played with a Ouija board or maybe went to a fortune teller? You know, Omega Man, I'm a 40-year-old man, and I remember as a kid back in the, maybe like 87, 88, when I was a teenager, I probably seen a Ouija board, and I, I, I touched it, and but I never played it to where it was actually moving or nothing, but I did, you know, touch it and say, whose game is this and stuff. I didn't really, you know, and that was the only thing that I did, but I didn't play the whole game and watch it move and all that, but I did touched the board before I did, but I didn't play it, though. Thank okay, that's, a, that's an honest answer. Yeah. Uh, so let's pray right now, Tony. Um, and I'm asking the believers out there to just agree with us, because we're two or more gathered together, agreeing on anything that shall be done in Jesus Christ's name. That's right. So, Father God, I lift up my brother Tony here. He's a child of you, God, and he wants to be delivered tonight of marijuana. And, uh, God, you are able to set him free tonight. In the name of Jesus. So, Tony, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to the strong man inside of you. I bind you in Jesus' name. You foul spirit, I command you to be caged up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Tony, we can do just start, just start taking some deep breaths. Let's see what the Lord will do. I bind you, you strong man. I command you to go into the cage. I bind all spirits of marijuana and drug addiction. I rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of him right now and go into that cage, you foul spirit that came in through marijuana. Tony does not want you. He's already confessed that he does not want you. He has repented, and you have no legal grounds to be there anymore. Loose him right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind all spirits that came in through witchcraft. They're playing with the occultic items like the Ouija board. We bind you in Jesus' name, and I command you to go into the cage right now. I apply the blood of Jesus to you, Tony. I'm asking God that you would loose your warrior angels down right now to come down and assist Tony and I to encircle him right now, angels of God. Swords drawn, angels of God, attack formation. I want you to go in there and I want you to pull out any demonic spirit, cut them out by the roots that does not obey this command. We bind you, you foul spirits. Every one of you inside, Tony, come out right now in Jesus' name and get into the cage. And we forbid you... To communicate with one another, I ask God that you would lose blindness, baldness, and the Holy Spirit fire burning coals on the heads of these demonic spirits. In Jesus' name. Angels of God, pull them out right now in the name of Jesus. I break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells sent against Tony in the name of Jesus. Command them to be rendered null and void now. I bind all witchcraft attacks against him. I bind all demonic spirit attacks against him. Any word curse that's been uttered against him, we bind it in Jesus' name and command it to go back to where it came from, to the cinders sevenfold, in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus once again to Tony. 
I pour the blood of Jesus down your throat right now, Tony. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. Any spirit that is not obeying, the angels are going to get you. Angels of God going to attack formation. Pull them out right now. And I command all demonic spirits inside this box to engage in civil war right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord rebuke you. I'm asking Father God that you would fill Tony all the spaces that have been vacated with your Holy Spirit right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now I send this cage to the foot of Jesus for you evil spirits to be judged before your time. You have no more legal right on Tony. God, I'm asking for a wall of fire, a hedge of protection around him in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. Pronounce a blessing on Tony. I ask God that you would bless his finances, bless his relationship, loose the spirit of wisdom and knowledge into Tony in accordance with Ephesians 1.17. And I'm asking, Father God, in Jesus' name, that you would take away this addiction now in Jesus Christ's name. Tony, be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Just start praising the Lord, Tony. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in the life of Tony right now. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name, Lord God. Thank, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Brother Omega, man. I appreciate that prayer, man. Brother, stay in touch with us. I want to know how you're doing, and we're going to continue to lift you up. If you'll write me, I'm going to send you a copy of a book by Wynn Worley called Warfare Prayers. Okay. And uh, just email me with your mailing address, and I'll get this out to you this week. Thank you, God bless you for calling in, my brother. I thank you, man. You have a blessed... Well, give the Lord the praise. Brother, I'm just a servant. I'm nothing but a private in his army. I hear but that's what it's about. <laughs> Helping one another. Thank the Lord, brother. You take care now. God bless you, Tony, for calling in. Take care. You too. You're listening to the Mega Man Radio Show. This is a live program. Um, praise God for what he's doing. Just a servant of Christ, folks. That's what we're all called to do. I'm a peon in God's army. If God does not show up in His Son, Jesus Christ, nothing happens. Deliverance, though, is the children's bread, and that's the goal of this program, is to wake people up to the fact that, yes, we do have an enemy, but by the same token, there is deliverance through the blood of Jesus Christ, and we can be set free. We've just got to arm ourselves with some knowledge. We've got to learn about the devices of Satan. How he comes in, how he can come in through generational curses, as I believe happened with uh, Colm. I believe it came down the family line. I had a generational curse in my own family line. It took God to give me a dream one night back in 2005 as I laid in my apartment when I lived over in the Republic of Panama. Uh, some of you have probably heard the story. I had a dream, and God spoke to me. I didn't see him. It was just pitch black, but I heard the voice of God. He says, you and your brother have a generational curse you need to break. I knew nothing about spiritual warfare back then. I knew that demons existed. Well, I woke up, and uh, I had the Bible there with me, and I opened it up, and all of a sudden I read a word, and my dream was quickened in my mind. And uh, I remembered what God had said. And then my brother called me about two days later, and I said, you won't believe what happened. And he was anxious to tell me something, too, but I cut him off, and I said, let me tell you first what happened to me. And I told him that uh, God had spoke to me, so we had a generational curse. He says, well, that's interesting. That's a confirmation then. God wants us to deal with this because I'm reading a book by Derek Prince called The Blessing and the Curse. A, a powerful uh, 
War of the Lord on Spiritual Warfare by Derek Prince. And then he tells me that we, one of our brothers, a half-brother, that lived in Jacksonville at the time, was in his condominium where he lived, and he was laying there in his bed, and a, a demonic spirit jumped on top of him. Now I know that was probably Incubus or Succubus, maybe Asmodeus. It paralyzed him. He was sitting on him. Well, he managed to say, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. The thing lifted off of him, ran out of the condo so fast that it slammed the door behind it. Literally. Scared him to death. He was in counseling, trying to figure out what was going on. Well, my brother said, maybe we ought to pray with uh, one of these warfare prayers from Derek Prince. Way back before I ever knew anything about one woman. And Dr. Pat Holliday and others, praise God for Dr. Pat out there. She's still alive. A lot of these other men and women of God, they're gone. We've got to learn, people. So uh, I encourage you to tune in to School of Deliverance every Saturday night with Dr. Pat Holliday. Well, back to my story. So we prayed, and uh, me and my brothers, we, we broke that generational curse. And, uh, you know, these things are real. You know, and you can do it. You can break the generational curse. You can stand in the gap for someone if they're in agreement with you. Like we broke the curse on the lady a few nights ago that uh, her grandmother dabbled in witchcraft, probably Santeria or voodoo, something like that. And uh, we cast that demon out. And she spoke in tongues. And it wasn't demonic tongue, it was the Holy Spirit. That demon went, she spoke in, in tongues. So praise God for his deliverance. But generational curses are real. And that's just one of the ways that they can come in. They can come in through anger. You know, back to Derek Prince. He was angry. He was a man of God. And he got angry at one of his daughters. How many of us get angry? You know, it's just, it's, you know we all do at some point in time. But he didn't repent and ask his daughter to forgive him and apologize quick enough. Demonic spirit entered into him, and he, they were raging in his stomach like a bunch of cats, fighting, he said. He was so beside himself, he had to call someone over to pray for him. They laid hands on him, and they rebuked the demon and commanded it to come out. And it came out, and he roared like a lion as it came out. You know, demons will come out of different orifices. They come out of the nose. They, you can vomit them out. You can cough them out. You know, you can scream them out. You know, there's a number of ways they can manifest. Um, your eyes can water, your nose can run. They've, they've been known to come out of the ears and other bodily parts. All that matters is that they come out. <clears throat> That's the important thing. As John Gogan says, every demon out is <laughs> one less in, right? So uh, it, nothing to be ashamed about to have a demonic spirit. important thing is to have it out. I mean, I, I believe I still have some demonic spirits that need to get delivered. So I won't kid you. We all do. If you're totally set free, you may be like the only person walking around the globe that is. And I'm not saying that um, when you get set free, you have to allow that demon back in. No, but typically you don't have one, you have many. They'll come in, they bring their brothers. We call them demon groupings. And if you can find the evidence of one, that will usually give you the key to another, if you know how these are paired up, like unforgiveness and bitterness. They'll come in. If you find one, you'll usually find the other. This is kind of a key. And we believe in interrogating demonic spirits. Get information out of them. Yes, they do lie. But you can also have the angel of God stand by and pierce them through with his sword. They'll scream out every time they lie. I have no problem beating up a demon. You know, they beat us up enough. I think we ought to torture them a little bit, like a POW. But basically what you're going to do is you're going to get them to reveal, okay, at the point of torture, who else is inside. You know, as Rich Keltner has uh, explained, uh, if you threaten them to send them to Tartarus, for example, they don't want to go there. That must be a bad place. 
you know, he, he would threaten them with that and, you know, say, I'm going to send you there versus send you into dry places unless you give me some information. So, you know, you don't want to go to the point you're getting into divination. But remember, uh, you can extract information from the enemy. It's very useful. That is applicable to the delivered session. And then you kick their tail and you, you get them out of there in Jesus' name. And some of the demons, they, they'll say, leave me alone. I just want to sleep. That's what one of them told, told Rich. He wanted to be left alone. He just wanted to sleep. He says, I won't bother nobody. Um, I've had a demon look me in the eye when I went to the Hegelwish conference. It was scary. It looked at me uh, through a man as he had his. He was laying back and he had his head lifted up and he was looking at me upside down. It was as though he had his eyes right side up. And he tracked me with his eyes. And I looked at him and it was like a snake serpent. You could see him. He was kind of smiling at me and his eyes were sparkling. This was the demonized man I was looking into the eyes of. And uh, these things are real. And he looked at me and says, he doesn't believe. And he turns to another guy that was had his hands on him and says, ask him, he doesn't believe. And for a moment there, I said, well, what do you mean I don't believe? My faith was shaken for a moment. I was sitting on the fence. Thank God I recovered. What he was trying to do, he was just trying to shake my faith and cause uh, a problem. A problem that might have ripple effects and allow him to keep his foothold. What did I do? Praise God, I rebounded. I put my hand on him and I said, I bind you in Jesus' name. Come out of him right now. And uh, with the prayer of agreement, the five or six of us that were praying, he went, <laughs> and phlegm started to come out of his mouth. That demon came out. It was gone. And uh, all of a sudden, I looked at his eyes, and this was the, the wildest part. It was a transformation. I'm watching them. All of a sudden, the glaze starts to evaporate. The sparkle, the serpentine eyeball went back to a normal man. And he's like, uh, uh, what happened? And that night, we went out to eat. A bunch of us sat around the table and laughing. You know, just fellowshipping. And uh, he had no idea what had happened. And he was, you know, what happened to me? Next day, he gave me a cup of coffee. You know, nice guy. Well, praise God. He got some deliverance. You know, I've had deliverance before. I'd have a spirit of fear cast out of me. By Scott and Lathrop, I went and saw the prophet, and I had him pray for me. He said, what do you need? And I said, brother, I need a spirit of fear cast out of me. I mean, at that point in time, I was ready uh, to react. I thought martial law was going to happen in any second. I was ready to go into motion. I couldn't even sleep. It was so bad. I had an AR-15 right next to my bed. You know, God spoke to me, and he says, I haven't called you to pick up the sword. Of the flesh, I've called you to pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's how you're going to make it through the days of head. He that seeks to save his life will lose it. But he that will lose his life for my sake shall save it. That's what the Word of God says. You know, trust not in, trust not in chariots and horses. You know, you know, you're going to trust in the Lord thy God. That's what we've got to trust in. Not in the arm of the flesh. Not in Egypt. For our help. The minute we take our eyes and focus off Christ and we think that we're going to do it ourselves, that's when trouble starts. I've done that before. And it had very dire consequences. So I was back in the same situation. I wouldn't have made the same mistake. How many of you have made a mistake like that? We try to do it on our own. Well, that those that try to do it on their own and what's coming will probably be dead. He that lives by the sword will die by the sword. So that's one path that you don't want to take... Uh, Going through the tribulation. You know, persecution, tribulation's coming, folks. 
Jesus said it would happen. Now, we are not appointed to the wrath of God. And if we get out of here sooner than later, well, great. I'll race you to heaven, as one guy said. But we need to be prepared for the long haul. We need to be not concerned about how we can save our own skin, because we've all got to die some point in time. Even if you made it to the end of the last trump to take on the heavenly body, you've got to come out of this skin. So my point is, we're all going to die. But uh, is your life going to mean something? That's that's all that matters at the end of the day. What did you do for Christ? Because he's going to ask you. I gave you talents. What did you do with them? Oh, I didn't do anything. I was afraid. I hit them in a towel. I buried them. Depart from me. I never knew you. He'll give them to somebody else. You know. So uh, we've all wasted time. I'm 40 years old now. I've wasted most of my life. There have been some bright moments. But um, the point is, you know, you fall down. Get back up, repent, ask God to you know to uh, to help you, give you another opportunity, and um, ask Him what can you do for Him today. That's what we need to be asking. You know, we think we know it all, though. We think that we uh, know better than God. We think that He doesn't know how to take care of us or won't provide for us, just like David Ells was preaching about last night. We've got to learn to enter into the rest of God. We're going to need that to be able to make it through what's coming. Because men's hearts will be failing them for the fear of all the things that are happening around them. Economic collapse, invasions, incoming meteor strikes, mammoth tidal waves, civil riots, food shortages, FEMA, concentration camps. I mean, heck, it's going to be like Mad Max times a thousand. But you don't have to fear. In fact, it says the fearful will not enter into heaven. And, you know, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. The only one that you need to fear is fear God. That's the beginning of wisdom. That's what Solomon said. So we don't have to fear if we're in Christ. doesn't mean we're not going to suffer. Many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord God delivers us out of them all. I believe this is how it goes. So, um, you know, the, the point is, is we can't go back and change the past. You know, we might have to deal with the past in, in, in the case of generational curses, but we can... We can break those in Jesus' name as we learn about in deliverance. But um, we do need to um, think, what are we going to do from this point forward? It's not going to get any easier. So the longer we wait to make that decision, really the harder it's going to be for us, the more painful it's going to be. And just as we talked about in previous situations, you know, you know, judgment comes first to the house of God. If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? If the footmen were you, what happens when the horsemen come? My grandmother always said that. And that's true. I thought I had it hard now. We haven't even seen the fireworks kick off yet or the, you know, the bullhorn sound. But it's coming sooner than many of us think. And, you know, deliverance is, is something that we're going to need to make it through some of these uh, times ahead. So uh, I don't know who's still out there tuning in, but uh, we've got a few minutes remaining, so we're going to do a mass deliverance. How about that? <laughs> and, and, Rando, we're going to pray for your addiction, man. You said you're addicted to uh, Omega Man Radio. Wow. Well, I bind that in Jesus' name. I loose you from that right now. Go listen to some other MP3s, my friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're going to have special guest Jeannie McKeever on at 11 o'clock in about an hour. Um uh, 
let's do some mass deliverance here. And um, I would love to hear from you. If God does something for you in any of our broadcasts, write in and let us know. If you receive deliverance, healing, um, whatever the case may be, you have a prayer request, we want to hear from you. We're trying to build a uh, prayer chain uh, of people that can get out there and we can forward uh, prayer requests to and they can send them up and we'll send them back around and people can just start taking these things to the Lord in prayer because, as I've always said, one man or one woman can make a difference binding and loosing. And, you know, in agreement with prayer, you see some things really start to happen. So what you want to do in mass deliverance, as I understand it, um, is you need to kind of clear the ground. And so, you know, if there's any forgiveness uh, that needs to be done before the Lord can forgive you or I and deliver us, we have to first forgive others because, as the Lord's Prayer says, forgive us, this, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Jesus says, if you don't forgive, neither will my Father in heaven forgive you. Before you come and lay your gift at the altar, if you have aught against your brother, first go and reconcile with him and forgive him, and then come back and lay your gift at the altar. You know, that's the bottom line. Could you believe that uh, we could miss God and burn in hell for not forgiving? That's what it says. I mean, so we can't take uh, forgiveness lightly. You know, if someone's hurt, you forgive them. <clears throat> Vengeance of mindset, the Lord I shall repay, and then bless your enemies. best blessing you can give them is that uh, you ask God to bring salvation to them, because unless the Holy Spirit draws a man or a woman, they can't come to Christ. That's what the Word says. We don't want anybody to lose out and burn. Okay, so basically, what you can do is just agree with me, and if you want to... Uh, you know, to pray this along with me, just uh, pray it in your mind, you know, just agree along the way, and uh, it will be done for you. Okay, here we go. Father, I confess that in the past I have held unforgiveness, sometimes bitterness and resentment in my heart against certain people who have hurt or disappointed me. I now recognize this as sin and confess it as sin. For you have said in your word that if we confess our sin... You are faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. I do now forgive the following people whom I can remember who have hurt or disappointed me. Now what I want you to do is just let the Lord bring to your mind anybody who has hurt or disappointed you. And uh, even after this broadcast, he may continue to bring people to your mind. And as he does, release them, forgive them. I now, now freely forgive all these people and ask you to bless them if they're living. I also forgive myself for all my many faults and failures, for you have freely forgiven me. Thank you, Father God, for freedom from the load of unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Now we're going to do a confession of contact with the occult. We're going to clear some more brush away. Okay, it's like we're uh, we're going into a uh, a piece of land and before we can get down and see um, what's on the land, and we've got to, we find a bunch of shrubbery and you know logs and twigs and thorn briars. We've got to go clear it out before we can plant some good seed down there. So that's what we're doing, kind of clearing out this stuff so we can get down to the demons and uproot them. Father, I confess to you that in the past, through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness, I have come in contact with certain occult things. I now recognize this as sin and confess it as sin and claim forgiveness in Jesus' name. Specifically, I do confess the sin and renounce all contacts which I have had with the following occult items. 
Now, as God brings them to your mind, just name them all that come to mind. I also renounce and confess the sin, any false oath, oaths which I have, have made any false God, and any idolatry in which I have been involved. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, and I'm closing any doors which I or my, man, man, uh, my ancestors may have opened to you and your demons. I renounce Satan and all his demons. I declare them to be my enemies, and I want them out of my life completely. In the name of Jesus Christ, I now claim deliverance from any and all evil spirits which may be in me. Once and for all, I close the door in my life to all occult practices and command all connected and related spirits to leave me now in Jesus' name. And if you are in agreement with that prayer, just uh, just say, yes, Lord Jesus, I'm in agreement. In the name of Jesus Christ, I now break any and all curses placed against me by witchcraft and command the curses and the spirits from them to return to the senders. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break any curses of rejection from the womb or illegitimacy, which may be in my family, even back to ten generations on both sides of the family. And Father God, as I pray this, we're in agreement right now, me and the listeners, for deliverance tonight through the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break, and loose myself from all demonic subjection, from any ungodly soul ties to my mother, my father, my grandparents, or any other person, living or dead, who have ever dominated or controlled me in any way which is contrary to the will of God and the Word of God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting me free. I also repent and ask you to forgive me if I have ever dominated or controlled some other person in the wrong way. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break, and loose myself and all my descendants from all psychic heredity, demonic holds, psychic powers, bondage, bonds of physical or mental illness, or curses, which may be upon my family line as a result of sins. Transgressions, iniquities, occult or psychic involvements of myself, or my parents or any of my ancestors, to include my spouse, any and all ex-spouses or their parents, or any of their ancestors. In the name of Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break, and loose myself and all my descendants from all evil curses, charms, vexes, spells, jinxes, psychic powers, bewitchments, witchcraft, or sorcery, which may have been put upon me or my family line, from any person or persons or from any occult or psychic source. I also renounce all connected and related spirits and command them to leave me now. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting me free. And just to be in agreement with you, and if you do, this is going to have an effect on you. Father, I break and renounce, cut and break all evil soul ties, which I may have with lodges, religious systems, adulterers, drunkards, close friends, cults. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I command Satan and all of his demons to loose my mind now in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father, to send your angels to break, cut, and sever all fetters, bands, chains, ties, and bonds of whatever sort the enemy has managed to place in my mind by word or deed. I ask you to loose into me and my family the spirits of Yahweh, which are wisdom, counsel, mind, knowledge, fear of Yahweh, power, love, sound mind, 
grace, peace, and the Spirit of Yahweh. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to send out angels to gather up the fragments of, of my soul and restore them to the rightful place in me in accordance with your word over in Psalm 7, verse 2 and 23.3. With the full power and authority of Jesus Christ, I ask that angels unearth and break all earthen vessels, bonds, bands, or bindings which have been put upon my soul by any means. I'm also asking, Father God, that you would restore all the pieces of my fragmented mind, my will, my emotions, my appetite, my intellect, my heart, and my personality, and bring them back into their proper and original positions where they belong in Jesus' name. Okay, we're, we're uh, getting close here, and then I'm going to start calling out some demonic spirits. We're going to get these things to go off like popcorn in Jesus' name. In accordance with Leviticus 26, I do now confess the sins of my ancestors, idolatry, witchcraft, occultism, lust, adultery, divorce, perversion, rebellion, stubbornness, and wicked heart of belief. I claim forgiveness because of the provisions which are in 1 John, verses 1 through 9, and I break the curses and lift the curses, whoredoms, iniquities for me and my descendants. I command all spirits associated with these to leave me and my family and go wherever Jesus wants to send them right now. I come to you, Lord Jesus, as my deliverer. I know that you know all my problems, all the things that drive and torment and defile and harass me. I now loose myself from every dark spirit, from every evil influence, from all satanic bondage, and from every spirit in me which is not a spirit of God. I command all such spirits to leave me now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I confess that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, redeemed, cleansed, and sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, Satan has no more place in me, no more power over me because of the blood of Jesus. Okay, we just cleared the legal grounds. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to do some renunciations. I'm going to call out some demonic spirits. And what you need to do is just start taking deep breaths and breathe out. Spirits are pneuma. They come in as breath. They've got to go out as breath. Uh, they could come out any number of orifices. If you feel like feel nausea, that's okay. Just let it go. Every demon out is one less in. If your eyes start to water, you know, any number of things can happen. I'm not going to tell you all the manifestations because I don't want someone thinking that I've tried to hypnotize you, although I know nothing about hypnotism. I'm just here to tell you that um, you can be set free, and they may come out a number of ways. That's okay. You're getting set free in Jesus' name tonight. So here we go. See what God will do. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up all the listeners out there, either in the chat room tonight, listening live over the Internet, or that will listen over the MP3. And I pray this, Father God, for the believers, because deliverance is the children's bread. But before I do that, I'm going to pray for those that don't know Christ. Right now, I bind the strong man in you, and I command all demonic spirits inside of you, along with your strong men, to be bound up, caged up in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not operate in that person anymore. We cage you up in Jesus' name. Go into the cage. I apply the blood of Jesus to it. I'm asking God for a cage a thousand times too small for these demonic spirits. I ask God that you would lose blindness, baldness, spirits of burning, 
honor these demons, and I command you demons in Jesus' name to submit to the authority of Jesus Christ through me right now and engage in civil war. Rip each other apart right now. Apply the blood of Jesus to that cage, and I ask God that you would loose your warrior angels to go down there and torment these demons 24 hours a day to marinate them. And I ask that you would drop the scales off of the person's eyes tonight and bless them, God, with salvation. Let them be pricked of the Holy Spirit, of their need for you, in Jesus' name. That's the best I can do for you, folks, if you're not a Christian, because if we had cast a demon out of you, it would have just come back in. So we have caged it up. It's not going to operate. Now, whether or not you get more, it's going to be a matter of if you can continue engaging in sin. But I would recommend that you come to Christ and get set free, and you can have those expelled from you then. Okay, I'm praying this for the believers out there. Right now, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, I put you and all your legions on notice that I am attacking you from my position in Jesus Christ, who is seated at the right hand of my heavenly Father, Yahweh, in the highest of heavens. This places me high above you, your principalities, your powers, your thrones, your dominions, your world rulers, your rulers of darkness, your kings, your princes, and every other angelic rank under your command. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, I ask you, Heavenly Father, for sufficient legions of the holy angels to bind all satanic forces here and in the air overhead that they will not be able to interfere in any way with God's people from being delivered. Furthermore, I ask, I command in Jesus' name that the free demonic spirits in this place and where the believers are right now be securely bound and taken where Jesus sends them, that they can in no wise interfere. I take authority from the third heaven where I am seated in Christ and remind all evil spirits that you must obey when I call your name or your family name. You are to come out of the people of God and go to wherever Jesus sends you right now. Okay, so I'm going to start calling these out. And what you need to do, if you're in, if you're in agreement with you with me, is you just need to uh, start, you know, breathe out naturally. Let's see what God does. All spirits of the occult, the Ouija board, sorcery, witchcraft control, witchcraft, water witching, magic, voodoo, divination, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out right now. Lord, rebuke you. Fortune-telling, Gene Dixon, Edgar Casey, Irene Hughes, automatic writing, Rick Joyner, handwriting analysis, tea leaf, coffee grounds, Peter Wagner, crystal ball, tarot cards, palm reading, astrology, horoscope, signs of the zodiac. We find you in Jesus' name. Come out right now, the people of the God. The Lord rebuke you. You must come out right now. I know my authority in Jesus Christ, and you've been bound and commanded to come out right now. In Jesus' name, loose the people of God right now, you foul spirits. All spirits of hypnosis, ESP, spiritualism, medium, seance, table tipping, necromancy, levitation, clairvoyance, astral projection, all demons that came in through transcendental meditation, all demons of Echinar, soul travel, mind control, we bind you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Eastern religions, Hinduism, Taoism, Confucianism, I Ching, Krishna, Zen, ESP, Mormonism, PSI, Jehovah Witness, Christian Science, Roy Secrucians, Theosophy, Unity, Metaphysics, Baha, Scientology, Roman Catholicism, Inner Peace Movement, Spiritual Frontiers, Urantia, Moonies, the Children of God, the Farm, Islam, 
black Muslims, the way, the walk. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose the people of God right now. All demons of biorhythm, yoga, karate, and all the martial arts. Wing Chun, Judo, Tai Chi, Jeet Kune Do, Taekwondo, Acupuncture, Freemasons, Eastern Star, Pierced Ears, Tattoos, Charms, the Hexagram, Pentagram, Ankh, Italian Horn, we bind you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. Just keep breathing out. Goat's Head, Unicorn, Flying Horse, Rainbows, Crystals, Enchantments, Fetishes, Potions, Spells, Dungeons and Dragons, Psychic Readings, Reincarnation, Pyramid, Power. Clary audience, mental science, false visions, superstitions, amulets, talismans, satanisms, karma, and hex signs. We bind you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You must come out of the people of God now. Father God, I ask that you unloose sufficient angels to go down and surround the people of God to assist us right now. Angels of God, attack formation. Angels of God, go in and Pull these demons out. Choke them out by the throat. I want their eyeballs to pop out. Attack! Attack! Attack formation in Jesus' name. Smite them. Father God, I ask that you unloose burning on the heads of any demonic spirits that will not obey. I ask that you would pierce them through with your arrows. In the name of Jesus Christ. Any disobedient spirit, I ask God right now, you unloose the fire of God, the whirlwind, the great earthquake. Thunder and fire, brimstone and fire, unbearable heat, the anger of Yahweh, the bread of affliction, the water of affliction. Right now, Father God, in Jesus' name, I ask that you unloose these. I ask that you unloose the hornets onto these demonic spirits to sting them. I command every demon in the name of Jesus, in the sound of my voice right now, to engage in civil war against one another. Right now, in Jesus' name, attack each other. I ask God that you would loose continuous plagues, confusion, blindness on the enemy right now, in the name of Christ. And I bind all spirits of Boise, which are trying to stop this connection right now in the name of Jesus. Apply the blood of Jesus to this connection. Okay, we're going to go, go after some more of you demons. As I call your name, demon, manifest and come out in Jesus' name. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. Laziness. Self-deception, impatience, pride, Leviathan, the father of pride, little pride and big pride. Come out in Jesus' name. Ugliness, self-hate, irritation, ambition, loneliness, despair, hopelessness, suicide, death, and destruction. We rebuke you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Rejection, misery. Depression, torment, torture, doubt and unbelief. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose the people of God right now. You have no more right to be there. Greediness, ugliness, covetousness, guilt, shame, condemnation. Evil heart of unbelief. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. People of God, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So right now I'm talking to all spirits of fear. Nail-biting, we rebuke you. Come out in Jesus' name. 
All spirits of fear. The fear of giving and receiving love freely. Death. Pain. Falling. The fear of darkness. Fear of dogs. Of cats. The fear of insects. Fear of snakes. Fear of tarantulas. Fear of crowds. The fear of water. Fear of swimming pools. The fear of drowning. The fear of claustrophobia. Closet spaces. The fear of the future. The fear of losing your job. We bind you in Jesus' name. Nightmares. Fear of demons. Of Satan. Of storms. Fear of loss of salvation. The Lord rebuke you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Fear of sexual intimacy. We bind you in Jesus' name. Fear of judgment. Purgatory and hell. We rebuke you. Loose the people of God right now. All spirits of wrath, anger, temper, contention, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to manifest right now and come out. Childish self-will, fighting, Jim Jones, murder, Abaddon, we rebuke you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus. Apollyon, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose the people of God. Come out right now. All spirits of Osmodius, Asmodeus, Incubus, Succubus, Destruction, Vandalism, Malice, you've been bound up right now. Come out in Jesus' name. You have no more right to be in the believer. Spirits of Malice, Envy, Resentment, Bitterness and Jealousy, Hysteria, Fits and Convulsions, we rebuke you. Come out right now. All spirits that came in through child abuse, spirits of divorce, Separation, wounded spirit, deep hurt, unforgiveness, revenge, vengeance, seething anger, rage, schizophrenia, paranoia, the Lord rebuke you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. All spirits of profanity, blasphemy, filthy conversation, filthy mammon, lying, gossip, slander, whining, complaining. That nobody loves you. We bind you in Jesus' name. Come out right now. Self-pity. Criticism. Mockery. Foolishness. Ridicule. Perversity. Loose the people of God right now. In the name of Jesus. I bind all spirits of lust. As I call your name, sex spirits, you are to manifest and come out of the people of God right now. All sex spirits which entered in through the eye, ears, through participation, through transfer, or by inheritance, we bind you in Jesus' name. As I call your name, you are to manifest and come out. All spirits that came in through masturbation, sodomy, guilt, shame, condemnation, pornography, homosexuality, lesbianism, bestiality, sex perversions of all kinds to include oral sex, anal sex, Sadism and masochism, we rebuke you. Come out in Jesus' name. All spirits that came in through incest, spirits of rape, fornication, adultery, immorality, occult sex, tantric sex, prostitution, harlotry, uncleanness, filth, filthy dreams, filthy conversation, filthy imagination, sexual flashbacks, sexual fantasies, frigidity. We rebuke you. Loose the people of God right now. All impotence, 
cruelty, incubi, succubi, lasciviousness, lewdness, nudity. I think one just came out. Promiscuity, flirting, seduction, lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh. We rebuke you. Come out of the sex organs right now, the lips, the tongue, the taste buds, the throat, and the mind in Jesus' name. I break all curses of deformity, infirmity, sickness back to ten generations on both sides of the family of God. All arthritis, pain, swelling, infection, cancer, ulcer, ulcer, tumor cyst, and weakness come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of Jezebel, we rebuke you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. I break all the curses of allergies and multiple chemical sensitivities back to ten generations on both sides of the family of God, of the listeners right now. The spirits of hay fever, asthma, bronchitis, and other sinus and respiratory system allergies. Leave the people of God now. All spirits causing swelling, itching, burning, infection, excess drainage, and irritation come out of the lungs, the bronchial tubes, the mouth, and the sinuses right now in Jesus' name. All allergies to food and chemical substances come out of the bloodstream in every organ of the body, specifically spirits from poisons, methane, ethanol, formaldehyde, contaminated blood, come out of the immune system right now, the liver, come out of the endocrine system, the brain and the central nervous system. All spirits of hemorrhoids, muscle spasms, cramps, drowning, asphyxiation, choking, smothering, fainting, suffering, swelling, fits, convulsions, and epilepsy, it's your turn to go too. Come out right now in Jesus' name. And any spirit does not obey right now, I'm going to send you to Tartarus before it's over with. You had better come out right now in Jesus' name. Loose the people of God. Diabetes, gallbladder problems, kidney infection, multiple sclerosis, muscular dystrophy, crippling pneumonia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, psoriasis, anema, acne, warts, moles, fungus, bone breaker and back breaker, I rebuke you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Traumatic shock and paralysis. Come out right now. Cataract, glaucoma, astigmatism, blindness, and all kinds of eye trouble. Anything in the people of God's eyes, we bind you. Loose their eyes right now in Jesus' name. Deafness, hard of hearing, vertigo, and troubles related to the ears and the hearing, we bind you. Come out in Jesus' name. All religious spirits of legalism, externalism, hypocrisy, Phariseeism, religious bondage, religious slavery. That salvation comes from works, religious murder, lust and ambition for recognition. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose the people of God. Lust and ambition for position, lust and ambition for power and control in religious matters. We rebuke you. False love, false gifts, false tongues, false discernment, false word of wisdom. Word of faith, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come on right now. False prophecy, religious dominance, false laying on of hands, self-serving, selfishness, greed, no love, religious coldness, robbing, cheating, pretense, false oaths, hatred of the truth, Nimrod, Semiramis, and Tammuz. All blockages and obstructionisms. We bind you in Jesus' name. All spirits of arrested development, 
All spirits that came in through Roman Catholicism, idolatry, the Catholic baptism, prayer to the saints, necromancy, prayers to Mary. We bind you. Loose the people of God in Jesus' name. Dedication to the priesthood or to be a nun. One true church, one holy priesthood, mass, holy Eucharist, adoration of the host, incense, sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, joyful mysteries of the rosary, holy mother church, authority of the pope, kissing the pope's toe. We bind you in Jesus' name. Fear of the priests and nuns, confession, holy water, sacred heart of Jesus, holy family, stations of the cross, rosary, crucifix, candles, blessings of the throat. All guilt, condemnation, fear of purgatory, unworthiness, good works, mind control, and holy orders that came in through Roman Catholicism, we rebuke you. Loose the people of God right now. All spirits of deception, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All lying spirits, liar, we rebuke you. Come on right now. All spirits of strife, we bind you in Jesus' name. All spirits that came in through fornication, the Lord rebuke you. We cut all demonic silver cords of the people of God right now. We ask God that you would cut all the ley lines in the name of Jesus. I bind all spirits of Ahab and Jezebel. I separate Ahab and Jezebel and forbid them to communicate or hinder this deliverance in any way in Jesus' name. I break the curse of Jezebel. Back to ten generations on both sides of the family, of the listeners out there right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cut, sever, and break all cords, snares, controls, and bondages used by these evil spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of Jezebel, manipulation, queen of heaven, queen of Babylon, hatred of men, rebellion toward men, father, the husband, the male authority, God, domination, masculine spirits, untamed tongue, temper and destruction of the priesthood. Women's lip, we bind you in Jesus' name. For all the spirits and men of, of God that have the spirits of Ahab, we bind the spirit of Nimrod, Bel, passivity, passivity, laziness, hatred of women, fear of women, childishness, cowardice, hidden anger, sluggard, self-hatred, rejection, confusion. I break every curse of the automatic failure mechanism in the families, ten generations on both sides of the family. All spirits of poverty and discouragement, failure, worthlessness, and rejection must leave now. Any addictions and cravings to the bondage of alcohol, come on in Jesus' name. Wine drinking, mockery, strong drink, hangover, morning after the night before. Morning after the night before. Deception, stupidity. We bind all spirits that came in to the drug gateway, all spirits of marijuana and the cravings to these. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose the people of God. LSD, speed, mescaline, angel dust, cocaine, crack, heroin, methamphetamines. Barbiturates, phenobarbital, tranquilizers, diet pills, amphetamines, Valium, Xanax. All the spirits of lust, we've bound you. If you're remaining, we rebuke you. Come on in Jesus' name. So what I'm going to do now is just cage anything up that's remaining. Any demonic spirits that are still in the people of God, we cage you, command you to go into that cage. Now I send the cage to the foot of Jesus, to be judged before your time. Apply the blood of Jesus into the people of God. I ask God that you would fill the voids with the Holy Spirit, baptize the people of God in the Holy Spirit tonight with evidence of tongues, 
for those who have not received it, in Jesus' name. Praise God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing right now. Apply the blood of Jesus to everyone out there. Ask God to loose warrior angels down for their protection right now. Put a hedge of protection around them in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, a wall of fire. Loose wisdom and knowledge into the people of God in accordance with Ephesians 1, 17. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing tonight. We ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, if the Lord did anything for you tonight, I would like to hear from you. Write in and let me know. I believe we have a caller. We have about uh, 20 minutes remaining. Let us go to the phone lines. Um, caller, thank you for holding. Uh, you're on the Mega Man Radio Show. How can I help you tonight? Hi, uh, my name is Nathan, and I was, um, for a number of years ago, I didn't know what it was. I was attacked by witchcraft before I, I was apostate Christian. I was not saved. And I want you to try to just um, pray for me and break off a lot of this um, witchcraft and, and try to just get me on the right path. Well, amen. Do you know Jesus Christ is your Savior, Nathan? I certainly do. Okay, and uh, the attacks that came, was it a result of maybe playing around with some witchcraft, or what do you think it may have been? Um, you ever dabble with any occult? A Ouija board, touched a Ouija board once, but that's about the only time okay. I ever did. I did before uh, I knew it was bad. You ever read any horoscopes, maybe, or were you ever in a uh, coven? No. Okay. So why don't we just uh, repent of that, and then we're going to pray for you right now, that the Lord will deliver you of any attacks. Just repeat something like this. Uh, you know, Father God, in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. I want to be set free tonight. I want to be set free tonight. I repent of dabbling with witchcraft. I repent of dabbling with witchcraft. I repent of anything that opened up the gateway through the witchcraft door. I repent of anything that opened up the witchcraft door. I do not want these uh, demonic spirits inside of me. I do not want any demonic spirits inside of me. And I'm asking that you set me free tonight, Father God, in Jesus' name. I'm asking that you set me free tonight, Holy Father, in Jesus' name. Okay. Um, Nathan, uh, if if you're in agreement with me, we're going to come against this? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, I lift up Brother Nathan right here, a child of God. He has repented of opening the door to witchcraft. And so right now, Nathan, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to any demonic strongman in you. I bind you in Jesus' name. Go into a cage right now, you foul spirits. All spirits that came in through witchcraft, the Lord rebuke you. We cut your authority to be in Nathan anymore. Come out of him right now and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. I break all generational curses on Nathan. All witchcraft, we break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Your authority and legal ground to be there has been severed right now, foul spirits. I bind the strong man and I command you to come out right now and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. I bind all spirits that came in through black magic, through the occult gateway. We rebuke you. Loose him right now. I bind any other foul spirits in Nathan right now, tormenting him. The Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come out right now. Just take a couple of deep breaths, brother. Let's just see what God does. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. I come from my position, seated in the heavenlies with Jesus Christ, in the highest of heavens, and I'm standing in agreement with Nathan. He does not want you anymore. You have no more authority to be there. 
We rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. I apply the blood of Jesus to Nathan right now. I ask God that you and loose warrior angels down to encircle him right now to assist us. Angels of God, get into attack formation. Go in there, angels of God, and pluck out any demonic spirit that is not obeying right now. Cut their cords right now. We cut all cords of Kundalini. We bind you in Jesus' name. Come on right now. Apply the blood of Jesus to you, Nathan. Mm-hmm. I pour the blood of Jesus down your throat, my friend. Father God, loose the Holy Spirit on Nathan right now in Jesus' name. I command civil war right now inside of you, Nathan. Any demonic spirits that are remaining, you must now engage in civil war. I ask God that you would loose blindness, burning fire on any disobedient spirits that are trying to remain and lurk down there. We rebuke you. All spirits that came into the lust gateway, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out right now. Nathan, just say, I, I do not want you, Satan. I want you to leave me now in Jesus' name. Satan, I want you to flee from me right now in Jesus' name. He has already told you, Satan, you have no authority to be there. We rebuke you. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I stand in the gap for Nathan, and I cut all witchcraft contracts that have been made. I break all hexes and vexes and curses and spells sent against Nathan. I command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. I bind away from Nathan any witchcraft attacks, any evil spirits, any demons that have been sent on assignment to attack him. I cut all silver cords from astral projections. I cut all ley lines. I command them to leave Nathan and go back to where they came from. Return to sender sevenfold in Jesus' name. Apply the blood of Jesus to him right now. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. I'm asking that you would fill any voids in him right now with the Holy Spirit. And I send any caged demons right now to the foot of Jesus. Be judged before the time. Thanking you, Father God, for what you're doing. I'm asking you continue to do a work on him in Jesus' name. And I ask that you would bring to Nathan's mind any other gateways that he has opened up, that he may repent of those areas and then command those to go as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. I'm asking God for a financial blessing on Nathan. I ask that you would open up new doors of opportunity for him. I ask that you would lose sufficient angels right now to go with him this week. Protect him and his family. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. How are you feeling? I'm feeling better. Well, just keep praising God. And uh, I want you to write me, Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com, and I'm going to send you a booklet called Warfare Prayers. Okay. And I'll get that out to you this week. Thank you for calling in, Nathan. Okay. God bless you. Bye. You've been listening to the Mega Man Radio Show tonight. Uh, it has been a pleasure to be with you another night. I'm going to uh, say good evening to you. Uh, in about 15 minutes, we're going to have Jeannie McKeever on. Uh, it's going to be a great program. And I uh, want to thank you for tuning in tonight. And if you would like to uh, listen for the double feature tonight. Uh, You can do so in about 15 minutes. God bless you and keep you, and I'll see you again on the next edition of the Omega Man Show. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us
us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. All right, I'm going to uh, close this program and then uh, open up a new one. So uh, if you'd like to continue, you're going to need to refresh your screen and go to the uh, the next show. God bless you. Uh, for those of you that I uh, will not see again, and for those of you hanging around, see you back in just a few. <laughs> 